Hello and welcome to episode six of the Advancing Fire podcast. I'm uh, joined as always with my colleagues, Tommy, uh, despite all he's been through in life, at least he still doesn't need a head pillow. And also Alex, who is a man who just likes the taste of glass in his mouth. <laughs> Hi, Stanley. That was a great opening to the recording. Stanley. I got my Stanley. <laughs> it's always good when Tom opens the uh, the recording by waving a knife around. I mean, you know, always good, always good. But anyway, yes, welcome. I realise I didn't introduce myself because I don't need an introduction because I am your Lord and Saviour, Strump. And oh, this is Advancing Fire. We're back again for another episode. And we're going to talk some horse shit and probably insult each other and standard format now. some imperialists for a bit. But yeah. Fairly standard. So, I think we'll start with a bit of a hobby catch-up, and we're recording on the 2nd of March now, which is Great Slaughter Day. Everybody has managed to get all the stock that was plentiful and bountiful, and everybody <laughs> bought everything they wanted, <laughs> and it's all arrived on time, dispatched, you know. So, we were lucky enough to get hold of the books and some models and some cards and stuff, so we're going to give our first impressions. So... As always, let's start with a bit of a hobby catch-up then. Um, let's start with Tom for a change, because he's actually done something for once now, so he can have a bit of conversation. So, hobby catch-up. As you know, as you've seen from the Instagram and Facebook, I think we got close to, or getting near, one billion impressions. <laughs> That's how widely the world may have seen it, allegedly, if we don't Yeah, know. you'll have noticed that Tom and Alex have finally signed up to the social media, and now Tom can I see haven't. all the statistics he wants. Oh, no, Alex hasn't yet, but... <laughs> It's quite hard to sign up to social media when your when your phone consists of two gra- crayons melted together. They are delicious, I'm telling you. <laughs> and he's got one of those, you know, the phones for like the old people, like the big buttons. That's what Alex, and he still manages oh, to use his face you. to use it. And he's, you know, he presses it against <laughs> his nose. Is that... <laughs> Not pressing against my nose. I'm tasting to make sure it's still the same flavour. Yeah, t- tasting glass. You like the taste of glass. <laughs> he's a man who just likes the taste of glass in his mouth. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, so anyway, yes, sorry, made, made their social media debut. Um, and it did actually paint them blue. Most of it, yes. I was, I was tempted at some points to do some, you know, some fluffy world eaters and emperor's children detachments in there, but <laughs> no, I stayed away. And you know, I'm actually quite like them blue in that scale. They're a lot nicer to look at in this scale, and I'm, I'm and. In all, I think I've massively done this force wrong because it's been smashed by absolutely everyone. <laughs> but I've had a great time learning how to I get will, smashed. I will always say a bad workman blames his tools. I am a tool, so yes, I can blame myself happily. <laughs> but yeah, they've made their debut and it mentally broke me trying to do what that. So if you look very closely, a lot of them are just airbrushed blue with a little bit of white. On them here and there, but so. that's that's Legion's yeah. painting. It's 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 tiny models. Yeah, like details disappear. Like it is a real thing when you're painting those models and you're getting up close when you're painting them and asking about on details that when they're on the table you can't see. Yeah, I, how fast they die. Yeah, especially bolt, the bolt guns are a prime thing. Yeah, okay, you paint them black. You might put a little bit of metal in on the magazine mm. and a tab bit around the chain bayonet area. You don't notice on the table. No. 
No. Well, Most of my army just looks... Yeah, yeah. Mine's, mine's just a red red on the base. You know, that, that that's what you see. But I like to look into them when I get close in in detail, but, hmm. you know, I think there is a thing with painting them about being realistic about what is... What are you going to see? I mean, there's always the thing about... Um, end result in it what are you paying it for are you paying it to look good on a table at three foot or are you paying it for display oh, the thing is, even then display purposes on them I don't see the point because you've got to get almost right in front of your nose mm. to be able to pick it all up to have I it think, all I think on a T-Hawk I think you can you can put some more detail <laughs> yeah. on something like that and the crate the crate high I think is the Latin plural for Kratos. <laughs> yes, we had an excellent response to that. Um, I love, I love that comment. The detail, the unnecessary level of detail on that comment was. I think the Kratos beautiful. good models, the Kratai, sorry, and um, maybe trying to look forward to the Leviathans, maybe putting some on them. But lo and lo and behold, most of it, yeah, I was very happy with. I thought it looked good from a distance, and going to the event, I didn't feel embarrassed. But well, I, you should I didn't... do that. That's your personality more than anything. Yeah, I'm talking about the standard my standard my <laughs> miniatures. We're, we're not too no, embarrassed. No, my, they're a good tabletop standard. They they do what they need you to to, which is you play the game. Yeah, sorry, Bruce just walked right across the table, and I was like, so "Do not nice. press the keyboard." I'm recording. Tom will kill me. My mechanical keyboard will just send his Tourette's overboard. No, you are, you own the world's loudest keyboard, but nobody is surprised that you like you you own a loud, obnoxious mechanical keyboard. <laughs> Do you know what his nickname is? Tom. Yeah. The dickhead mobile? <laughs> no, I was going to say Strump. But each, they're synonyms with Strump, so it's fine. That's all right. You don't want to use the don't, don't use keyboard, but whap your fucking blinds up so everybody everybody's deafened by them. And did it deafen people? I'm Six episodes in and he still can't record a podcast. I'm trying to make this an immersive 4D experience. We've got three dickheads here, so I did another one. You are more than enough quick. dickhead to cover two or three on your own. Yeah, yeah, you, you cover four D on your own. What am I? Am I dickhead squared? Dick? No, dickhead cubed. 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 Imagine if you had a cubed dick. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? But anyway, I mean, anyway. sort of do it. Anyway, so you, so you go. That's shit out then. And then, what did you do with your hobby? Uh, I went to the Unrelenting Brushes event, which uh, had ten spaces at three K originally, but obviously with the delays. Uh, being released and the delays of getting actual stuff um, because it was so hard. He put it down to 1500 and I attended that last week. Only got to play two of the three games. Uh, the wife called in and said, Our five month old has been a little shitbag. So, as I said to my first, final and third opponent, I was like, I'm very sorry. I may get divorced if I play you. I choose toys over childcare. So, I had to run out, but I had two brilliant games. Weak. First one. It was yep. weak, and <laughs> I think, as you saw by my message at the time, and my first um, opponent was actually a listener. He said, are you from Advancing mm-hmm. Fire? And I went, yes. And he goes, oh, you're the good Tom. And I was like, thank you. That's <laughs> the right answer. Um, That's like comparing shades of shit. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. 50 shades of shit, <laughs> and he chose this one. Uh, a, a top gentleman named Mal, uh, really nice son to Horace. I put on some of our social media, his iPhone especially, really nice. And a really cool list. Uh, the mission was a bit against us. It favoured traitors heavily, but Mal's play, dice rolls. You were playing the three of the narrative, three very narrative missions from yes. the Great Slaughter, weren't you? That that are traditionally those narrative missions are very swingy from yeah. our experience of using them in things like AT and 
a Horus Heresy event. So the, the first one was you had a, essentially a six-inch channel across the middle, so from the middle three inches out either side, all the way down. And you had to deploy there the defender first, so the loyalist, and then the attacker had to put one formation on one other longboard edge and one formation on the other longboard edge. Mm-hmm. Now this got so me and Mal worked this because he had a flyer in each formation that each flyer would come on from that board edge because that was his formation's board edge, if yeah. that makes sense. So yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I, yeah. I was like, so I'm deploying along this channel. He's got two Xiphons and a Thunderhawk, and he's got Kratai. He's got Sikrins. He's got a Knight. He's got all this other stuff. I'm like, where do I face things? Because mm. I know where his formation's coming you're, on. Do I? You're getting rear arc from one side. Yeah. Do I? Any dreadnoughts? Do I take the demi company in the rear or the armor company in the rear? So I took a lot in the rear. Um, and nice dice rolls for you. Yeah, it was a. It reminded me of my twenties. Really, I came out quite sore after the first game. Um, but Mal was very gentle. He, he apologized as he kept rolling sixes. I think uh, with the Sikrins, when I bought my T Hawks on, he he overwatched them in the sky. And I think from twelve dice, he got seven sixes. And uh, I was like, "Those are my kind of dice, if I'm honest. I like that." Yeah, and I was literally like, your your dice. <laughs> and then your kind of dice, your dice. And then I rolled the saves for the T Hawk double one, one dead, and I was like, oh. <laughs> "You did that in our learning game, though, the week before." You yeah, did that in our game when we played the few yeah, days the day he, later. And, and so Mal was like, "I'm so sorry," and I'm like, "Hmm." <laughs> 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 like, I'm trying to be really positive, but it's really hard when the dice curse you, but. To be fair, so- Mal got the fact that you got bullied by me and Alex like three days in that week running up to it. Yeah, the you, you were already tweaking were... before you got there. And his Xiphons, he, he used his Xiphon really well. That came on and did the other Thunderhawk in the rear because obviously it came on after 45. So where were you bringing your flyers on then if he was coming on from so, one? Because so you had, had a channel I, in the middle. So I rolled off. I said, right, do I bring them on the left deployment edge because mine was the middle or the right so we just said one two three i'll do the left four five six the right so then because he could come on the longboard edge and i came on from the narrows he came on after me so he could choose essentially where to put them from behind so there's no way to stop me getting rear out if that mm, made yeah. sense it's almost a mission that's not necessarily designed well for the defenders no. having flyers so I've, I've used those narrative i've looked at those narrative missions before and used them especially in age of darkness when we used to run run the old 28 mil hmm. things and they're really cool but they don't often make for a like a, across 10 say 10 10 of 10 or like so a, a campaign over. almost they're, they're designed it, it, for that. It, well they are and they're designed for usually for to do a specific thing and then when you're just trying to play a game at an event it can end up with quite sweet i mean i remember i did one from the heresy book missions once that basically you started with the warlords in the center your two warlords yeah, your generals from the from your twenty eight mil army, and then your army's behind. It was like a duel yeah. in the middle. And the f- once players went to the table, first we came back and went, "I've got Sanguinius and a load of deep striking assault marines." Is what do I do with Sanguinius? Because do I just stand Sanguinius in the middle? You like as an event organizer, you've gone, "Oh, it's a really cool mission." And it's immediately, I had like three people going, "Well, how the fuck do we make this work with the armies we brought?" And you know, the the answer always is, "Well, do whatever makes it a fun and interesting game for you." But um, yeah, those missions can can sometimes they're cool. They might not always make for the most fun. If you're if if it's swing if it's a swing if the army's a mismatch for the scenario. I was really lucky. Mal had a really balanced force, mm. demi company and Albert company, same as me, and it was a really enjoyable game. And I think if the mission hadn't been so swingy, it'd been really close. And the reason why it was swingy is he got five VPs for scoring objectives. I got two, so. Within one yeah. turn, he scored three. 
uh, I scored. He took me off one. I had two, so he got 15 points to my four. So already you're like, oh, and I can't catch him up with his yeah. scoring. Even then, if you, you've almost got to table him in the early turns, mm. yeah. and then you've got to spend the rest of the turns sitting on all the objectives, and you might win, but you're more likely going to come to a if draw. He gets a, if he gets a good good couple of points hauls in the first yep. turn or yeah. two, you're, you're going to be at such a deficit of, of points that we're scoring less. Is good. Even if you then pull pull it back, you're going to struggle to rack that many people. That was incredibly fair, and I owe him an apology. Uh, I did destroy a building with Kratos, which I can't do. So I just want to say sorry. I was oh, look, he's read the rules. He's only read the bits of the rules um, that he likes. Yeah, so I, I shot into a building and <laughs> like, I apologise. That was my mistake. I realised afterwards when... You shot out the building or shot out the things in the building? No, shot out the building to collapse the building. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you need... You, can, you, you can need to demolish a wrecker or a... Or bunker buster. Yeah. 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 So... Uh, my Kratos did not have the melt, so I just used the battle cannons in on two d six. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I mean most people have to play at the moment with the spirit of we've got a whole rule book to learn, and people yeah. are trying to remember it. Like there's, you know, I know that it was not did not change the outcome at all, but yeah. it just it's a learning point. And I say Mal was absolutely brilliant. Force is really nice, really balanced. I would have gladly play him again, and hopefully this time less swing emission, maybe a better game. But he was a gent and. I got my ass handed absolutely to me. And then the second game, what was interesting, actually, we had two and a half, almost three hours for 1,500 points each, and me and Mal got to the end of turn two. Yeah, we, we had that with the the learn to play, 1,000 points, like people struggling mm-hmm. to get through multiple yeah. turns in, in two and a bit hours. But everyone's when, learning. You're, when you're learning and you don't know what you're doing, not just in terms of rules, but how what you want to do with stuff, I think... We're hoping for April it will be a more everyone will be a bit more with it and it will run a bit quicker. Those games will run a bit quicker now, but yeah, I'm not not surprised you didn't get through. It's, think, it's just remembering what you can do I with the three K at three hours is going to be a neat push, even when people have learned mm. all the rules and everything. There's so many activations well, you have to do, so many different well, things. We'll see how I it thought, goes because Warhammer Worlds they're running their competitive in at the end of April. I think it is it's mm. five games over the weekend, three K mm. game. Yeah. I think that we're going to hear some things from that where people have been like, it's going to be hard diced down, no actual, like what you can consider a confirmed result. It's been a called result at the time of yeah, absolutely. game over. I don't think we'll see, yeah, I've finished this game. The only thing I'd say is turn one and two tend to take, yeah. I found <clears> turn <throat> one and two take almost as, pretty much as long as turns three, four and five do because mm-hmm. by the time you get into turn three, usually stuff's so mauled, you, you, you're, you're whittling those activations yeah. down. So, in a two-hour win, two-hour window, I would expect turn one and two to take an hour, and turns three and four and maybe five to take an hour as well. Because you're you're mashing things are getting mashed off the table so quick that the remaining turns you're, you're whittling those activations down. But obviously, I think the biggest I've played so far is two K, which has included a Titan. At, yeah, you know, so that's going from, going from fifteen hundred to two K was only really adding one activation, so it wasn't adding huge amounts to it. But if you're playing three K. You know, and you've got, you know, maybe only a a Reaver or, a, you know, something in there of that size and then lots and lots of units. Yeah, it could get quite boggy. Imagine you're solo, you're playing against solar at 3k and you have no Titans. Mm. That is a lot. I tell but, you what, I wouldn't bring a Titan against solar personally. I no, played a Reaver against Shep last Sunday and with one good round tanks, of Malkadors, mm. Armour Bane on Malkadors being an AP, I think it's AP minus two. 
with Armor Bane. AP minus one on the Vanquishers, but Armor Bane. I might end up minus, yeah, AP minus one on Armor Bane. Reaver on a three plus, when you put enough dice on it, four it's plus. But that's thing, you get your Basilisk from your artillery company one round of shooting onto the top of that, you know, they can drop eight Void dice done. on that. Yeah. Void's done and probably some damage. And then, yeah, your Vanquishers, four or, four or five Vanquishers. Yeah. The, thing is, the thing I've started to pick up with, you know, without wanting to get back into the fucking multiple drops thing, the argument, I'm finding <laughs> bigger units of stuff better. Like, yeah. I've been running seven seven Predators together. And the effect of because you can lose a couple and still go then. They're still going to get blatted off the table yeah. to concentrate fire. So I think... As we fill up points, I'm you know I'm, I'm looking at my cider and morale. Eight, eight russes and stuff. If you take seven, yeah. you've got to lose four to break to yeah. lose morale test. Yeah, because I was running squads of three because I was trying to well one I didn't have many models painted, but also I did try to I wanted to experiment the whole small squads procking the ultramarines trait, and that really didn't have any effect because usually if you have one big squad it'll be dead, mm. and the multiple little squads. My dice rolls were so bad, I was getting maybe a few shots, but only a few hits. I yeah. ran two fours in my last game, two four, two squadrons of four preds, and it was all right, but I would have said two lots of five or two lots of six. See, mm. I ran I've, decent I've enough number to roll around. My 1,500 list at the moment, I'm running a Demi and an Armoured, and I'm running the Armoured is four Kratos, seven, seven preds and six Garans together, and that's got some teeth because... You can aff- you can lose a couple of out of there. You know, if you're running two Sakarans, you lose one with one wound. The amount of times I've played people with that and then broken that, you you, you know you yeah, kill three plus morale and they fuck off off the board mm. and it's like gone. You know, because it's a ten inch, you know, twenty inch move with the Sakaran off the board. You know, double move. Yeah, the trade off is obviously you could be overkilling stuff and not necessarily getting oh, yeah, yeah, activeness yeah. from you. If you want that, that's reducing the activation and also stopping you getting hurt. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but yeah, I mean, there's trades for everything. I mean, and I'll play some different games and probably feel a bit different against stuff, but at the moment, I mean, four Kratos, fuck at the moment. Like, four Kratos rolling through. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's like whole, whole amount of Las Cannons on them. For me. Yeah. Whole amount of Las Cannons. Being Jesus accurate. Christ. Two oh. shots each. So, yeah, eight shots out of four, four of them accurate. Just punching holes and yeah. stuff, like, and that's without the rest of the guns on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so then, what was your second game like, Tommy? Well, you know, we're talking about the detachment size. I played a World Eaters gentleman called Chris, uh, very knowledgeable, really great for actually learning more of the game. Mm-hmm. He played again another mission complete. This is where the defender had to set up first, and the traitor came on outflank. Now, outflank can only happen from turn two. Mm-hmm. So I won because he had no models on at the end of the turn one. So didn't you technically win at that point? No, I just said let's start from turn Yeah, yeah, but, but but as per the rules. Yes. But you, so effectively, you didn't start. He, he did outflank. I think he did outflank. Come on, his plane came on at the end and would have just hid in a corner. So he said there's no point. Yeah, I mean, effectively, what you're doing is starting turn one at turn two there. You're yeah, starting from the point at which you can outflank because otherwise it's... There was a bit of chaos. So then uh, his outflank was the longboard edge, and I had again all down the middle. So I just anticipating him coming on. Everything was set to first fire, you know, one unit facing one way, one the other way. And it was really tough for Chris, I think, walking on into just a load of first fire stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Advance, everything. And he had what was interesting is. He had 16 Contemptors in two squads of eight and 16 Leviathans, all with Melter in two squads of eight. And they are 
scary. So scary world eaters, Leviathans, and big squads like that. Because one, it's harder to break them because they've got a five up invul, four up save normally. And they're armored as well. Yeah, the they're getting, re- they're getting yeah. re-rolls on those saves on light and light AT. Yes. Um, and then the Leviathans, when they get into combat, which they did, oh my god, things just disappear. Because their calf is plus six on the charge. It gets 3d6 per Leviathan. It gets to and it gets 3d6. Yeah, fucking hell, brutal. So I was like, but the funniest thing is, he charged them into some Terminators, and somehow with a 3d6, with a reroll, he didn't beat one of my squads. This one Terminator <laughs> just stood there, held morale. I was like, I hold this objective. Well, that's great, because uh, Terminator's great. With Is, is it stay, Steadfast or Implacable? I think it's Steadfast. Was implacable where you I can choose. Both. You, you choose, yeah, well, yeah, it got both, but I can't remember which one's which. But the one where you choose if you, you don't roll a morale when you lose combat, you decide if you want to leave combat or not. They don't, they've, they've got an auto pass or auto fail on them on Terminators. It's brilliant. And then the other one, you count as one more for your tactical score when you're on an objective. So Terminator is great because you just, if long as one survives, you go, yeah, we'll stay in combat then. That means Iron Warriors Terminators could be pretty solid if they can they can use oh. that, and all of a sudden they're plus two on objectives. Yeah, well, me and Dawson calculated it. Some like we play we played the all out war game or mission where the deployment zone is essentially half the board um, <laughs> because there's no there's no no man's land, and he was like basically on most of the objectives, his because he's getting plus two when he's on an objective on his own. Then he's running a demi company which gives him plus one. Like he was like plus three to his tactical strength for each of his infantry units on the objectives. Ooh. Yeah, so like knocking him off objectives was painful. But then I just yeah, because yeah, then you need tactical strength of six, wouldn't you, to take it off? No, because he was on. It. No, because there'd be five plus three, so there'd be seven. You need tactical strength of fourteen to take him off it. Wow. He's got to be double it. Well, yeah, if that's one on one, you double double the total. But yeah, he's seven for each model. Every infantry model is worth seven. So you, obviously you'd need three tacticals to two tacticals of his. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Because hmm. that is actually how I managed to I managed to win against Chris, even getting absolutely spanked, because he just lost objectives at the end. I managed to march assault marines onto some objective that he left, uh, shot his rhinos off of other objectives, seized that, and the final one, uh, my Kratos just absolutely opened up with point defense because I didn't. Had some heavy bolters on them. His assault marines on one last objective, mm-hmm. and fired last cannons. Fired everything because they're only a five up save. And although they didn't get the AP, so the last cannons and the battle cannons just did the job. So Kratos were my VIP just unit. Vol- even even if they're not getting the AP, I find with the with the Kratos, just the volume of dice yeah. they put out, you force enough saves. Absolutely, in that spot. I'd, I'd noticed the knock and just shot the assault marines. So yeah, second game again. I think it was the mission if we played differently, but then what is the Leviathans has got us close so fast? Because that's what I think is the you, you know obviously those Leviathans are scary, but if they've got a foot slog across the board, I mean you can march them first turn and go ten. You can charge them and go flying, twenty. I think you come on six first or something. You come on three first. Yeah, but but, but even if you weren't, you, you know. So that's why I think obviously with the slaughter bringing drop pods in, that's going to bring oh. the bath in because because that's always been my 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 feeling with dreads in general is they're so slow, which is why I tend to run all the last kind of ones now, just because yeah. gives them that extra range, so they're effective quicker, but. I quite like contempt of the last cannons just to sit him in the middle of your board, mm. Mark, move them up, bring them up, advancing fire every turn. Okay, I might not shoot anything in the advanced fire phase, but it's a threat range for flyers if they come across. Yeah, pairing with four Dorados, 
seven, six large cannon contemptors and four Dorados and watch Ooh. people hide their flyers. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's I'm thinking. Although the, the Dorados have only got what is it, sixteen inches on the auto cannons and twenty-five. Yeah, job, twenty-five on the just and the thing mm. is the um, the um, auto cannons are accurate. So even if you're not even if you're not going to first fire to get the tracking uh tracking yeah. array, your six is re-rolling, same as the contenders, then they're two dice each of the uh yeah. So four of them are putting eight dice out in on sixes with a re-roll. Coupled with yeah. your last cannons as well. Coupled with coupled with the last cannon contemptors. That's not a bad chat, actually. I like that. There's a lot of lot of DACA going up in the air as Tom found when he parked parked his two thunderbolts right front of them. Choice, which will help you demi companies, because obviously we haven't had them. Stop being broken because that's something that affected Chris. Is I broke both his formations, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and that meant when he tried at the end to do march to secure objectives, I was like, No, nope. so that's, that's quite sorry. key. That, yeah, I think like, they can like, still like, give a march though with the master, ta- master tactician. Master yeah. tactician. You're only going to do that it's one, on one, and he's got to be in the right range, you know. Yes, yeah. you can, but oh, I, kill, I killed him in combat actually. Yeah, yeah, some salt marines in. But what I didn't realise, and this is my fault for not fully reading the rule book because of my dyslexia. You're not dyslexic, you're just a dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I identify as a dyslexic dickhead, so there we go. We Um, identify you as a lot more things than just dyslexic and a dickhead. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Whoever has initiative in that turn pairs off the combat, which was huge. Yes, and you did know that because both me and Alex told you that in the games that you played with us beforehand. And ours yeah, a was long a conversation yeah. about it. Ours was a very interesting conversation that went back and forth for probably and it, nearly and 45 minutes. Much the, the conversation that everyone around us. You reiterated when you came to me to complain about it, and I explained it's the person who is initiative pairs <laughs> on the fights. Did yeah, he twig and twitch when you turned around and said, Alex is right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know he did. Thought he would. Uh, right for this for this record, there's no witnesses to these conversations. This is there is there's, there's there's club night when it. we gave, gamed can sit were sitting there laughing their asses off like school kids while we're bickering about rules. <laughs> uh, all I remember is Alex. I had the initiative. I wanted to kill your missile people, and you chose something different. So uh, history is history. There's bygones, and there's bridge, and there's water. So I'd let the water go under the bridge. He's got a really funny way of apologising, hasn't he? Yeah. Are you just uh, going to turn into a puddle of ash if you sit there and say, Alex, you were right, I'm sorry? Um, I think I'd Yeah, he is. Look. You know <laughs> <laughs> I'd, honestly think, I'd honestly think I'd rather just help an Austrian man rebuild his family. <laughs> <laughs> sure you don't want to dig him out of basement? <laughs> you know, you know what? He gets, a, he gets a tough rep. Look, at the end of the day, he wants He's a he, tough character. He, no, he did what a lot of people in other countries. He, you know, he helped grow up his family. He looked after kids. He did a housing extension projects, and he gets a bad rep. <laughs> Alex, I think about Fritzel. You were right. There you go. I will say that, Alex, about Fritzel. You were right. <laughs> oh. We're definitely sharing this to LinkedIn with your real name. Yeah, yeah, real name. <laughs> <Tag in. laughs> but like, you know, I could, I could just clip that audio chunk up and just send <laughs> that out, Christian Horner style, to 150 <laughs> in the industry. Oh, you know, to, toto.wolfatmercedesamg.com. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, Christian. Oh, Christian. Bless him. Oh. Uh, anyway, does that wrap up your hobby section, Thomas? 
Yeah, he's had nearly uh, half hour. No, the only other thing is my stuff hasn't arrived, which I tried to order because I need to build another demi is what I'm thinking. To when I get to 2K, I need to flesh out. I want probably two demis. I think the Armored Company's good, but I'd rather put the tanks and make bigger demi companies. The only thing you get when you run two demis is what I had when you've got, because you've only got two battle tank slots. Yeah. Like, you can't get the Preds and the, yeah, you have to split. You can't get Kratos in them. Yeah, you can. The um, Demis can take a heavy tank. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's it or it's heavy it's battle, or a battle. It, battle. Yeah. So you're giving up your Sakarans or your Predators usually because yeah. that's what I, I was finding when I run. That's mm-hmm. why I've now swapped to a Demi and an Armored, so I could run everything only because I wanted to run all three sets of tanks. I'd say two mid-sized Demi and a small Armored in a two K. You'd probably have enough. You might struggle. You might struggle to get that in. Well, it depends mm. if you want to take, take anything big with that. If you're just if you're not taking le- knights or titans, then you yeah, no knights, no titans, just the three sort of marine formations, mm. and then it also gives you access to three flyer slots, which I think's quite tasty. Yeah, this is, this is where I need I need some siphons because thunderhawks are great, but I think they're too many points, and maybe they need to be three wounds. Because they go down so easily. Two wounds on a yeah, but I think is, you haven't got your head around this in LI. Everything dies really yeah, easily. That, that is e- the purpose of Titans it. die very easily. Yep. Everything dies easily. That's it the point. You get all sixes to hit flyers, yes. But I think the Demi Company for me, I'm looking at it, but we still don't have light armor. That's going to have to be sabers. That's the only thing that yes. has. Yeah. Sabers, I don't, and maybe some stuff we haven't seen before. I bet they will get a new tank in LI. Put, I was wondering where they were going to put. Um, Scorpius is whether that's Battle going tanks. to go in artillery. Arti- well, whether we go in artillery, have we seen marine artillery though? As an well, there's we a, have there's a spot in the demi company for artillery, so what else could it be? Um, what's, no, what's the one you like, Alex? The bombards, the aqua, architects, that's it. They'll go into artillery, and whether we get legion medusas and these, although, hang on, would architects? I'm not saying architects are a light tank, but. Given that they are, oh mate, them they're bigger than they're, 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 they're bigger than Sakaar and fucking but... massive. That's our light armor. Let's go no. into fucking artillery, yeah, Alex. What are you on we about? Oh, they're artillery, yeah, Alex. You, you know what? You, you, you are not right. Go you and fucking right shoot a light bulb. They're not going to go into light. I agree. Shoot a light bulb, but <laughs> if he puts a light bulb in his mouth, <laughs> would it have? Would it have a charge? It's shine out the fucking top of his head. <laughs> <laughs> Turn myself into a human lighthouse. <laughs> I don't think we'll see. I think they'll possibly just slot into Battle Tank, and I think they'll make it a no, harder choice for us. No, Arcators going artillery. Because your options are Arcators, Medusas, and Basilisks. Basilisks. And we, they don't do Legion Basilisks and Medusas anymore at 28 mil. Mm, they do. Few, do they? I, I don't they, think they're available. I thought they're developing the extended rules in the legacies. Yeah, they're in the PDFs. That's what makes yeah, me think so, it. Which makes me think they're... They, they, they're not going in because they want those to be yeah, the solar thing for Legion. Yeah, they, they want the solar basilisk, and because you know, and I, I wonder if we'll get architects and maybe something new, but you know, I don't think we'll see. I don't think we'll see um, Legion basilisks and Legion producers. I think we'll. I think artillery will be Scorpius's and architects because your solar is the basilisk and producers. So. From my side, though, one thing I was thinking about, because I was thinking about how can I actually do better in the future and what, what can I do? And I was thinking, you know, I Go want on. some Here super heavies. Because what's interesting is the Bane Blade for the Soviet Zidia, I think, is a heavy armor, right? Heavy armor, yeah. 
when that chassis is not too different from like stop it's the same as a storm hammer and it's not too dissimilar from a fell blade falchion no the fell blades are bigger than the um fell blades bigger than a bane blade chassis yeah, yeah. Uh, they're basically the same model though at 28 mil I think fell blades, but um, falchions, glaive are also in the heavy armor. To, to, yeah, to be fair, heavy armor. Yeah, the storm hammers. In, there is no super heavy unit type yet. There's super heavy formations. There's the auxiliary um, super heavy formation, which takes. They have teeth. Key, they told the keyword though. There are um, some rules. Like I think it's engine killer when it specifically says it targets vehicles, knights, and I'm pretty sure one of the keywords in there was super heavies. Let's have a look. But I'm oh, cool. Weapon, Weapon traits. traits. <laughs> Weapon <laughs> traits. Oh, what can I get there? Oh. Uh, engine killer. Yeah, super heavy vehicle, knight yeah. or titan. So yeah, maybe there is, which is interesting then that the storm hammer been the key. Oh, no, no, no. Because the storm hammer is a super heavy vehicle. Because yeah. that's the unit type, which is three, yeah. but the detachment is heavy armor. So fell blades will be super heavy vehicles. But they'll be in that heavy, heavy armor. armor. Yeah. Detachment. So that's where I think I'll then, as we get to 3K, have an armored company with the super heavy heavies mm-hmm. and more tanks. So I'm thinking t- double demi for April. Greetings, hopefully. Because I, n- I realized I need more infantry to score. It's the infantry drive so fast. And it's so nice having that tactical strength as we just just mm-hmm. earlier on it. Because suddenly like, a tank is what? A tactical strength of what? One? No, two, 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 I think. two, two or three. Two. Or is it Titans three? Or one? No, I think Titans, Titans are zero. Are three, aren't they? Titans are th- zero, yeah. Titans are zero, yeah. I think Tanks are two or three. Yeah. Because I think Contemptors, Walkers are four, maybe? Or are they three? Three is five. Con- cavalry and Walkers are three. Vehicles and Super Heavy Vehicles are two. Knights are one. Titans are zero. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing at four. And having a yeah. min-maxed seven Rhino... You know, just a couple of core basic bitch slots. And I need more missiles. I found missiles really good at buildings. Mal, really smart. Fired, I think he had like six missiles or eight missiles. I put all of them in one group. Fired them out of garrison infantry. Mm-hmm. Really missiles yeah. just missiles at the moment are the, the, the best way to get volume of Ignore's cover. I yeah. Yes, for range. But I think if you can get something like a Warhound Flamer and you can get it close, given the way... Oh, yeah, yeah. That flame yeah. template will hit a garrison building. Yeah, but you've got a bigger points investment there, Alex. You've got 100%. But then you've got something that, if you've got one flamer, whatever else, you've then got another weapon that can be shooting elsewhere. Uh, but missiles, you're the missiles. Don't the missiles are the better choice. Well, bear in mind, you can, only, you, can only split fi- you can only split fire titans within four targets within four inches of each other. So if you flamer a building, you've got to yeah. shoot something that's within four inches of that building. Yeah. Depending on how dense a board is. The Titans I saw in the games at Belper on the weekend, they died so fast. Yep. Reavers, not worth taking, I think, right now. I lost a Reaver in less than a turn. Shep literally opened up. The Voids went from a Marauder Bomber. And then it was four or six Malkadors with eight Russes. Um, Just disappeared them. So it was like. No, so what are you thinking then, Alex? At the moment, you've got your Xiphons, which have been doing the Lord's work. I, they? Four Xiphons, I find, is. Oh, I don't know excessive. if it's. Excessive. Excessive. I don't know. Mainly because I'm trying to get the most out of Interceptor. You fly in, 
you're hitting anything on sixes. It chucks out eight dice. Mm. Four four of them. They're either going to be accurate or skyfire, depending on what weapon you fire. It's then... Right. I've got that option there. There's eight dice hitting on sixes. You probably should get two or three hits from it. It then most likely can take out someone else's air. Honestly, yeah, that's what I found was scariest for when I had my Thunderhawks against Mal. It was just the Xiphon counterpunch into huge. <clears throat> that's why I'd say at 2k, if you can bring three companies, like two demis and an armoured company, mm. give yourself three air slots. If you've got four Xiphons in each air slot, okay, yeah, that's close oh. to 350 points per slot. So you've got nearly 1,200 points in Xiphons. It's expensive, Sorry, you go through your maths again. You've got 12 Xiphons. Sorry, um, well, it'd be about 10.50, actually, Yeah, 12 Xiphons. Um, I mean, we're getting to the rounds of spam there. When when you're bringing 12 Xiphons, you are being a spammy weapon there. I I think you'd do well to find 12 Xiphons and be able to field that many. But I'd say either four or eight Xiphons. In the 3K, do you want to put a quarter of your list into into flyers? Yes, a third of your um, list, a thousand points. Yes, judging how good they are and how hard they are to kill. Yes. Yeah, but now there's going to be tarantulas and there's going to be yeah, the radios. They are not. They are not hard to kill because they're a three up save, and as soon as yeah. anything AP one touches them, there's a fifty percent chance they're going to go. Yeah. There's nothing to save them after you fail that. Yeah, and they're one move. Them white scars, and you get a four up jink. But even then, it's still a four, it's, it's still a four up save or a four up jink. That's still the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's nowhere near close to a guaranteed or a safe save. They'll disappear to a stiff breeze. And when you've got, if it's 2K, you've got half your army tied up in 12 Xiphons. Yeah, I think 12 Xiphons would be uh, <laughs> a point sink. And also people would look at it and go, you've yeah, you're, you're been that guy. Money, a lot of money on the trading groups for those, or your 3D printer is very good. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And you're also being that guy at the. Uh, if, if somebody yeah. turns up who's got 12 fucking Zyphons. If someone has 12 Lehman Russes, that's excessive. Yeah, that's, no, that's, 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 yeah, that's completely acceptable for, yeah. for Solar. Completely. Vanquisher. Is yeah. it? What's yeah. the excessive number of Vanquishers then? 20? 400. Okay. Of course. There we go. You've got to hit triple digits. Triple yeah, digit. If someone did, I'd admire yeah, pump, pump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. Yeah, rookie numbers. Triple, yeah. Di- triple digit vanquishers. I must admit, I haven't played against vanquishers, so I can't talk about them too much. But I have seen tables play them and how obnoxious they can be. They can be, but again, it's a dice game. But there still isn't like the perfect table setup that everyone's got or everyone knows of. We're all still learning how to build a table to a degree. Yes, you know loosely what's right, what you don't want to take, what you want to put here and there. But there's be, be ways of negating those tanks. I, I think for me, the most obnoxious part is the two-up save. That is the most nah. obnoxious. I, because of heresy, there are, uh, if you look at the heresy stats, there are 14 armour on the front, a Pred's 13 armour on the front, a Pred's a three-up save in LI. I think the Rust being a two-up. Rust is our main battle tanks, heavy but battle tanks. Malkadors yeah. are 14 on the front, aren't they? Uh, Ma- Malkadors should, there's an argument to say Malkadors should be a two-up save as well, because they are supposed yeah. to be heavy, heavy battle tanks well, as I, well. I would probably say that the Rust tank but the is trade balancing. Tank. The Rust tank gives away an additional AP if you shoot it in the rear armour. So if you get a last yeah. cannon in its rear armour, it's yeah. a minus three. That, yeah. That's one way of negating it. But I think, I think that would actually be quite... 
You know, I like that change, Alex. You were right. There you go, Alex. You've had it three times tonight. How right you've been. Yeah. I mean, the trade off for Malcolm was is a three up save but two wounds. That's yeah. that's the trade off that you're getting there. Yeah. You're getting another wound out of them. And so. their weapon being armor bane. Yeah, they got they got vanquishers and lascans and everything on there. It's incredible. I, unfortunately, I haven't played them yet, and I will <laughs> never play. That's all right. I'm doing the matchups for April, so I can make sure you get three, uh, three or four solar games in the weekend. That'll be very quick time for me to go and go to the tuck shop and enjoy. Maybe I'll get, maybe I can pose for photos and also pay everyone one pound at one time only for saying that Tom was right and is better than Alex. As I said, <laughs> podcast. I'll also be selling Advancing Fire merchandise. We have I'm almost close to signing a, a deal with Burberry on a line of exclusive merchandise. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to buy that. I think people would pay you not to sell it. How much? A lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Wife, I've paid the mortgage off how? <laughs> not to sell merchandise. It's very good. Um, what I will say, though, thing... is Fire Raptors are still fucking amazing in my eyes. Oh, I, I got hold of um, some of Shep's Bellatari, his little axemen in the open. Oh, they're lethal if you if they if they can get to you, yeah, yeah, they will do the business. But they were in the open. Uh, Fire Raptors rocked up, and that was it. Just took one look and that was disintegrated them into nothing. Speaking of military, and before we get into some of the great slaughter units which have been covered, because for me, and yes, okay, we'll talk about Spartans in a second. Terminators need rend. I think it's absolutely no. Important. How do Velatari and Ogrins have rend? But terminators with power fists and chain fists and everything I, else. Don't. I see your point where it's like, how do they have? I can understand why Ogrins are because they're they're bigger than terminators. They're more. Yeah, but terminators have got power Ogre... fists and chain fists. I don't disagree that they. I don't think they need rend, but they need. I would say a nice little what, buff for them. Uh, I'd say similar to like what um, jump packs have got. So if you were a jump pack and you charge into a garrison building, you get an additional one on your calf. I would say with Terminators, you've got... Oh, what's the one that Knights have got? Furious Charge, is it, where you get an additional calf mm. when you charge? If you just gave those Terminators Furious Charge, so all of a sudden, on a standard charge for them, they're plus two calf. But then I found with Terminators, <coughs> nice, okay, and you get that, you get within range, you move, then you've got the... Because obviously you give them advancing fire, you move, you get your accurate yeah. within four inches, which is yeah. kind of pointless for your Sons of Horus because you're accurate anyway. Uh, but then I'm not looking at running large quantities of Terminators. For my Sons of Horus, I'm thinking of bringing Rock lots of plasma, down. lots of bolters. But I realised when I was playing you, I'd read my Sons of Horus rules wrong. I thought it was only infantry get to re-roll ones within six inches on light and light AT. It's not. It's any unit in the Sons of Horus that is Sons of Horus can re-roll ones. So like my Fire Raptor, if I park it six inches in front of you, Mm-hmm. It's going to get re-roll to hits on its auto cannons. It's going to get re-roll or not re-roll, re-roll ones to hit on auto cannons. You tell me on a and model, the main gun. Model gets re-rolls per model. God, that's horrible. Alex. Only when you're shooting a weapon with light or light AT trade. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Um, so it's not. Mm. It's pointless. I was like, I'm going to lose it on las cannons, but like my contemptors with carries. If I pod them in, put them on advancing fire. Okay, now I'm hitting. What is carries hitting on fives? Two dice piece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Six of them, right? That's chucking out twelve dice, hitting on fives, re-rolling ones. 
yeah, it's yeah. just do, do, do. It's just a way of adapting. It's huge, but it helps. And I think the, for yourself, I think the land speeders and also what are the outriders with the plasmas that will do it because then you'll be able to get mm-hmm. in that'll that- be which touching on great slaughter units with sorry Tom is a different segment. I'll stop. Well, let's so, let's, let's do the hobby off. podcast. Let's do the hobby yeah. section first because. You've waffled on for nearly 45 minutes and dragged us down several avenues, and me and Tom still haven't said what we've done. <laughs> so we'll, we'll go Strump. playing Shep. So. Yeah, that's because you've dragged us into those conversations. So, Strump, what have you done hobby-wise? Uh, everything. Completely, <laughs> mate. Completely the whole hobby. Completely. No, I <laughs> painted up Smashed it, mate. I've been working my way through the, uh, through the word-bearer stuff I've got. Like very, painting up various turrets for the predators to get them sorted, so bits and pieces like that. Paint the Kratos, painting some more contemptors, painting some more Dorado. Well, painting Dorados. Um, yeah, it's kind of been trying to get blocks of things finished armor wise now. I'd like to get the word bearers to about 2k and park them because I want to get on the solar. I've started some solar test models now to start working on that. Um, so yeah, I kind of got to get them parked at the moment. But work life has been pretty hectic, so I haven't been got a huge amount done. I've started doing some bits of terrain, mainly like trying to build some scattered terrain up and stuff like that. Um, but that's not going very well at the moment because I keep getting sidetracked by other things. And then yeah, I've played a few games. We've mentioned the game with Tom briefly. I think we'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> very I, brief game. Very brief game. It wasn't very brief. It was a l- very little gaming, a lot of arguing and talk, discussing rules. That sounds like my game with him as well. Aggressively discussing rules. But I had some very pleasant games with Dawson. I think I played him once, maybe twice since then. We played a couple of games. And I got a lovely game in with Carl uh, from Lost Exodite. We played on a nice Saturday afternoon and took all afternoon to play three turns, three or four told, turns. Told you it would. Yeah, it was wonderful. We talked all kinds of hobby and nonsense for many, many, many hours. Um, played his beautiful uh, Blood Angels and Imperial Fists and unfortunately Carl's dice in the first turn were a bit rough on him and mine were pretty lovely and it was a bit of an uphill slog for him from probably, it was, wasn't looking great at the end of turn one, by the end of turn two it was definitely an uphill slog for him but he, he played with Grace and Fowler, and uh, it was good fun to the end. But uh, yeah, the four Kratos punched a massive hole through a list. Six last cannon, seven last cannon Preds punched a hole in things. Uh, he got unlucky with a couple of things. His assault marines charged into my like a, a tactical formation, a tactical detachment in a building with an HQ. So a fairly standard four attacks, two two missiles, and an HQ. Sort of eight assault marines charged it, and they held the word bearers held the ground quite well, and you know took took a bunch of casualties, but then passed the morale and kept him engaged. And sort of his assault boys, kind of his big threat, sort of turn two, turn three, got kind of bogged down into that, and then so sort of didn't weren't effective after that. Then by the time they sort of rolled through that, I kind of punched everything else to death, and it was it was good fun though. It was good fun. So. Yeah, rather than taking 45 minutes to do mine, I'll, I'll cover that. Um, yeah, that's what we've been up to then, isn't it? I'm assuming Alex has done his because no. I, I switched <laughs> off a bit. All right. Do you want to talk about what you've been doing? Uh, I haven't done a great deal, if I'm honest. I finished the Lads Cannon and Carey's Contemptors. I think after the last episode, I finished them off. 
uh, put all the colour down on my tanks and then realised I've pushed the highlights too far, so I've had to strip them back. So that was 20-odd tanks now been stripped. I've got to reprime <laughs> and restart them. And oh, we're potentially moving house in the next few weeks, so the likenesses, they're going to remain primed for until... Yeah, that's kind of killed your, ho- killed your hobby progress. Mate, I've got fucking boxes everywhere in my hobby room at the moment. I've got enough space carved out where I can work. Um, and I've got to start... I've had disassembled the hobby shelving that I've got, all the display units and whatnot. That's been just dismantled and taken down and then I've got the painting desk to do tomorrow. So, yeah, yeah I'm not going to make much progress for the next month. Yeah, see, this thing, when I do say on social media, these who do do some hardware, I, like, they do very little from, and that's why it looks like you two are a figment of my imagination on, on the internet when it's just me posting my hobby stuff. <laughs> I think at this rate, Tom's painted more than I have because I'm... I've done a demi company's worth of stuff. Yeah, but you are trying to paint things points. in massive batches, like twenty tanks at a time. Yeah, and you re- and you've moved in house, house. Yeah. and you've got a lot of other stuff, Alex. I think you've done a great job so far. You should feel really proud of yourself. Who are you, and what have you done with Tom? You're not normally this nice. Is it must be an earshot somewhere? Yeah, you know, is, is it's just gone to bed? She just says, "I'm going to leave you." Just <laughs> generally, I thought, I thought just going to leave you. To be honest. <laughs> so we have had a listener message in so let's have a quick chat about this um because we have been on for nearly 50 minutes already so uh cj sent us a message um thank you cj he, he started off by slandering tom so immediately got a perfect list perfect. of things to deal with was this yeah. an instagram did he message if you looked at the social media you'd know where it is oh, you cock goblin Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> he was talking about these building some Questorus knights, and what do we reckon about building Questorus knights? And I flung it to you, Alex, because I haven't really looked at Questorus, but you've had a bit of a look at them. Yeah, I've I've not What's played with one yet. Um, yeah. So Matt, mate of mine, he's played with one a couple of times. He's bought the Battle Cannon Melter. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Knights are in the same similar boat that Titans are. Is it's very easy to just remove them from play before they even get to do anything. And I think they've. I'm not. I don't like how they've set the knights out, which is you've got a knight chassis name, mm-hmm. and you get a set loadout. So you pick it as like I but, think but it's but Paladin, how, and you get A and B weapons. Or but whatever. that's how it is now, isn't it? That's since especially in the 40k codex Imperial Knights come out, they've 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 classified the chassis much more now, haven't they? That yeah, and I'm okay. I get I get why, but I would rather have something two weapons that are of a reasonable similar range. Mm-hmm. You've got the you've got Melter Gatling. I think you're then operating at 12 inches and 16 inches or something like that. Uh, 12 on the thermal and the 16 on the Gatling. It's 16, yeah, yeah. And the battle cannon hits at 22 or 28. 28 on the battle cannon, which is pretty yeah. tasty range on that. It is, but then I, I personally, if I was the I'd plus... want two battle cannons. I wouldn't be wanting a battle yeah, cannon and a melter. Those battle cannons are tasty. 20, 28 inch range, range two, two dice, four plus two, minus two, and rapid fire. So you're fucking pinging quite a few. Oh, yeah. I, I would rather take two battle cannons. I think if that's you put probably, a battle cannon. That's, that's probably why they fixed the loadouts. <laughs> but what what's the. What harm is there in running two battle cannons? It gives you well, they're, two they're, essentially, they're almost vanquisher cannons, those. But there's no armor bane on them. 
No, but you, you've got rapid fire and minus two AP. A six to hit generates an additional hit. You, you two, throw two four dice at it. Uh, one six at most. Yeah, but... Again, but, Alex, I think you're right here. Thank you. Um, I just like that a bit more flexibility to build a knight how I want it. I don't yeah, necessarily want yeah. to be dictated to a loadout because, all right, you've got... Is it the fist has got rend on it and or wrecker? So that you can start uh, chainsaw's attacking got stuff got rend, Yeah, Yeah. The chainsaw's got rend and the gauntlet's got rend and wrecker. Yeah, so you put the gauntlet on it if you're going to go after stuff in buildings so that it can start mm. swiping away at infantry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got the rend, so it's automatically starting on 3d6. I just... I feel if you pick Gatling Melter, by the time you get it into range, yeah, you've probably yeah, only got yeah. a wound left. The only way to get the fist is to run it as the Gallant, which is a fist and a chainsaw and a metal gun. No, because a- um, if you ever read of the rules, there is something where you can swap uh, a fist in in replace of a chainsaw and it costs you points, I think. Oh, yeah. Quest always not can change the Reaper chainsaw for a Thunderstroke yeah. two, two points. Um, I think the Rocket oh. Pods on them are quite decent. You have Rocket memory. Pods. Mal yeah. used a knight, and that you know they're just dice, and they help, but it gives the range. But I yeah, think sixteen. Eight. Is, is there a loadout for is really hard? Battle cannon, fist, really hard. and a rocket pod, because that might be a loadout yeah. possibly run so that you've Could got you the take, rocket you, pod and the cannon nah. that shoot at range. Well, you take this. You take the paladin, which has got the 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 battle cannon, the stubber, and the chainsword, and then yeah, just swap the, the chainsword out for the fist, and then you can take a rocket pod. I think uh, you paid. Is it two points for a rocket pod? I can't see them. They're definitely on the sheet. Of yeah, yeah, they're on the sheet, but I can't see the line because it says about the Reaper Chainsword. Are you going to make so, me open the book now so I've got to read it? Aren't yeah, I? yeah. It'd be nice if somebody else read a book other than just fucking me. Oh yeah, I do read a book. That's, I'm trying to go off memory here. The the errant Alex, the we know you can't read. You've managed to get this transcribed to you, haven't you? The errant, the paladin, the warden, the gallant can all take rocket pods for five points. You can't take the. Yeah. Rocket pod on the Crusader, which is the double gun one, basically. Yeah. So, it, okay, take, I'd probably go a battle cannon, a You'd fist, take a, and a pod. Yeah. That, that to me, I'd, I'd run that, but I wouldn't be expecting it to perform. Much because... You're trading you're trading off one of the good things of the battle cannon there, which is the range, the 28-inch range, because if you want to use the fist and the... That pod, you've got to that, so, that that's what pod's they're, got they're, some range to it, though, doesn't it? 16-inch, but you still... You hmm, know, it's, it's a bit messy as, as to what works with what. But how many points is that Questorus with the rock? 187, because you've got to pay for the fist. Oh, you've got to pay for the fist as well, as well yeah. yeah. If, if that's, that's the case, oh, mate, I would not. I personally wouldn't run a Questorus. If you've been given yeah. a box, yeah, build some. I don't think there is any loadout that's better than the other. Maybe Gatling Cannon Thermal and wait for something to come close. The thermal's oh. good if you can get them close, but... I would personally take an Atropos if you're looking at a knight. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you bear in mind for 150 yeah. points, you're getting two Kratos. Yeah. Which is yeah. four wounds, which immediately is four, an extra wound, because it's four yeah, wounds. Right? Okay, wounds. don't get me wrong. Knights have got the Ion Shield, so they can ignore some AP. Mm. It's all right, but, but got, that's why I'd say take the Atropos, because it's got you, a three-up Ion. Yeah. But even that's the, the last cut is the really powerful one, and the Graviton Cannon's got a big long range. It's the, the Knights are always a bit weirdly... I mean, you think we you always used to think about in AT loadouts when you're putting Titans together is do the guns ranges work together? You know, does that's it make why sense I want double battle cannon together? on the knights. Is yeah, it, yeah. it's either a long range knight or it's a close range knight. I don't. I'm not a fan of being dictated to as to what I want on that knight. Mm. But I see why they've done it. I think, I, I think there's a spam spot. element there in terms of like 
But again, in three, three loadouts. If you take that in a two K, you can take what six hundred points. So that's going to be three Questoris. That's six battle cannons. If you were able to do what you wanted loadout wise, right? That's twelve shots. At twenty-eight think... inch minus two hitting on fours with with rapid fire. That's that's potent, but it's still six hundred points. Again, that's also a lot more expensive, and a rust tank squadron can do exactly the same for less. Mm. And they come with a two-up save base. Yeah, okay, they're only one wound, so they will potentially go a bit easier. I just don't. I don't think it's. Yeah, I've I've only run the Atrocity once in game and stuff, and I do think knights are in a weird place. I know um, one of the guys at Incom, a guy called Rob, has had a lot of luck with a lancer. He seems to be doing well with a lancer, but I haven't really run. I haven't run run the run Titans a couple of times, but they don't jump off the. They don't jump off the pages like, oh yeah, that's that's what I want to do with that. That that's going to work for that. You know, mm. I've got three Questorus knights in the cabinet that I could run, but they just, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I've they got don't six of them kicking around somewhere that I'm. Yeah, I didn't even know. I knew I'd got three. I've got four, I think I've got four. I was pretty much a knight household in eighty. I just never ran it because hmm. the yeah. problem is Vox Blackout when it was one point just made playing knights impossible. So yeah, I yeah, I would say if you're going to go Questorus, yeah. Pick, pick probably the Melter Gatling because they've got similar ranges or mm. Battle Cannon, Rocket Pod, or... And then sort of you've got the Fist. And then a Fist. Like, you've got a Fist if, if you're getting, getting up late late game if it's survived to, to start punching things. I think Well, I mainly garrison, stuff for garrisons. Yeah. I'd have the Thermal and the Combat and just charge it on the table and yeah. hope, hope it draws fire. Yeah, that's the other fair use of them is to see how much you can ride your luck on the Iron Shield saves and stuff to and just probably fire. Well, well the other thing we've not discussed is the fact you can buy them armages, which then become chafed wounds. wounds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That might be an argument to say Melter, Gatling, two and armages. then two armages for chafe wounds. And just be like, right, well, for if what you put wounds? them on a March turn one. Chaff, chafe, same thing. Chafe, ch- chafe's what your your thighs do when you get sweaty in nightclubs on your on your stag do. Not if they're moist. Um, it was, you're always moist, Alex. Damn straight. <laughs> in summer, you just you're just so moist you drip. You just I can drip. go. I can jump on any slide and turn but it into a slip CJ, slide. My yeah, decisions uh, are always questionable, so I would personally never run a night unless it's Atropos. But, yeah, so you could chuck some yours. you could check some cheap armages with auto cannons on there and get two two dice on them. You know, the, the, are they sixteen inch on those sixteen inch range as well? So sort of mesh up with them and just yeah. blah blah blah. You're just blatting dice at stuff then. But then you're making a big point thing to make a unit work. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's if the, you want to make a distraction unit, and it would be quite cool to see if I'm honest, a Questorus with two armages bimbling along. Yeah, yeah. I think they've got yeah. to be. They've got a rule where they have they got independence, so they can they've got to stay within six no. inches instead of two. But that's so that's the other thing I've had this discussion with the tabletop standard chat is armatures don't have independent, so they got to stay within two of the. Um, um, but do the knights themselves not have independent? No. So the, uh, the question so, yeah, is six inches. Yeah. So you've, if you've got two armages, they only need to They've be within two, inches, within two inches. So when you lose one of them, then yeah, yeah. you obviously you, you're losing the benefit of independent off your Questorus. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I think they're just in a funny spot at the moment. Ion Shields are quite cool. I like the way they negate certain levels of AP and band it. Oh yeah, the Iron Shield works. I think the I think the Knight rules work quite well. They just are in a bit of an odd place in terms of the best the, the what how to get the best out. But the, the end is the end is what do you like and what do you think is cool? Just run that. Yeah. You know, that's what what makes you think that it's cool and go with that. Oh, I, I did. That's why I ran two Thunderhawks. And <laughs> I think it's cool, but I don't think it's that effective. I just hope means die too quick, but Christorius... Everything dies quick. But CJ, the whole yes, point of LI. Yeah. I'd love to see your models and what you do with them and what you decide, and please let us know yeah. how they get on, because I'd love yeah. you to prove us wrong yeah. and show knights actually could work. Yeah. So I think we're going to draw a line under the section here, because we, when we started this podcast, we said we'd do about an hour each show, and we're an hour into the first section, so... Let's draw a line here, we'll go to a little break and then we'll come back and discuss our thoughts on The Great Slaughter. Welcome back then, and we are going to talk The Great Slaughter, or the conversation I've been spending the last two hours stopping these two having while we're not recording, because we log on, start this call... And start talking about podcast stuff before I've started recording. So, right, you two, have the conversation right, that you want to have about, about this, the Great Slaughter. I'm going to chirp in and say, Strump, if you were better and wanted to put more effort in on the editing, why don't you just record me and Tom all the time I and you then capture all the detail? I would I have to think out 95% of the stuff you two say because I have not got the strength to edit that. That's not our fucking issue, though. You're the one doing the editing, so you can do it. That sounds like a you problem, not yeah. a we problem. You want the content. No, no, no. The solution to it. my problem is to tell you to just shut the fuck up until I start recording. Well, Alex, no, let's not disagree with his final yeah, solution. No. Do you know what? I don't okay. think I want to share my great slaughter information with the people now. You, you've upset right. me. Welcome. That was episode six of the Great Slaughter. <laughs> fuck you all. I'm going to bed. I've, I've done nine liquid shits today, and the last thing I have to do is sit here and listen to you two having a go. I've done 11 liquid shits in the last 24 hours, including one while I was out with Tom having a few birthday drinks last night. I don't need your bullshit, quite frankly. My gut's hurt enough as it is. Talk about the Great Slaughter. Or we're going to fucking go home. I'm going to take my toys off the table like Tommy did on Tuesday when he had a real strop at my house because he didn't <laughs> like the rules. He did the same thing on Sunday. <laughs> that's, that's a strong... <laughs> Do you know what? That's a strong tactic by me. It's called withdrawal, and I went into reserves. You um... did not withdraw. You got really <laughs> aggro and went, Whoa, fine. There's no fucking point playing anymore. I've got toys on the table. I've got fucking bed. And I had to send my missus up to talk to you, to talk you off the fucking cliff because we thought you were going to throw yourself out the fucking window. I was just, I was just tired. I wanted to get to bed. Bloody <laughs> <laughs> like, hell! Talk about God. What, what's gone into your ass? Is someone lit some of the vapors coming out? There's nothing, nothing's going in. It's all coming out. It's yeah. all coming out. It's like a fucking shower. Everything. Like to apologise to the listeners. Uh, what you're hearing the is Tom's breakdown of his guts and mental at the same time. My That's little lad had three massive poops today. At one point in our house, every single past? room in my house stank of shit, and you couldn't tell <laughs> if it was mine or his. So I'm watching the listeners die off in droves now, but quite frankly, I've been here an hour and a half. Let's talk Great Slaughter. <laughs> I, Next time we record, I've all the just said, it's lovely. you should have just recorded from the bathroom. I mean, there was a point where I went in the last drone. section where I had to go and have a poop midway through recording. There would be an excessive so, use of the let's... mute button to take out the sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, Grace, 
Lord and hit Newton time. I'm sorry. Right. We only had four less listeners left. I don't know why those four were listening to us anyway. This we're is going to get a whole new us. type of listener, and now we've started talking fecal stuff. <laughs> oh, we. So what we, we the, the type of tags that people do is like non fecal, and where are we going to end up with a real niche? There's a certain ex ITV presenter is going to be all over us. Soon, <laughs> he? he tried his best. <laughs> He waited. He waited till it was over the line. Yeah, he put some serious years into that project. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, oh, anyway, Miss Holly, we got nice new. Yeah. We got the first expansion book, which is the Great Slaughter, which covers the conquest, of the the ongoing battle of Beta Garmin. Yeah, it's taken long enough. But actually, I to be honest, I have a quick flick through, and with things like Gorilla Miniature Games doing the full review, where he basically went through and went through all the rules, actually. To be honest, I think most people, if you've been on the internet, you've seen a lot of the unit rules to begin with. I actually got drawn into the fluff sections quite a lot. There's some really fucking cool map and really cool artwork in the fluff section. That that was actually my first takeaway from the book. Like normally, I'm one of those sort of people who flicks to the rules quite quickly. Uh, but I actually kind of got drawn into the like. There were some really cool pieces of art with some really cool maps and stuff, and I kind of mm. got sucked into that. And I was quite impressed by it because it kind of reminded me of the old. Heresy Black books, where I was like, "Oh, actually, most of this is set yeah. in scenery, and and there's cool artwork, and there's there's like little tidbits of information, you know, little like sidebars of bits about stuff. I don't tell you the whole thing, and there's just a little bit about a unit or a person. You're like, oh fuck, I want to know more about that. Like kind of cool black book style stuff, which I was really really pleased to see. Mm, I think I've not got physical book in hand yet. We've just sort of I've been running off the EPUB. And mm. you know what? From what I've seen so far, it seems really, really good. I want to get into that campaign system more. And I was speaking to mm. Matt and Peter earlier and said, depending on sort of how schedules work, I wouldn't mind going once a month at our club is LI campaign night. Like, yeah, there's definitely a, a really good... Some of the campaign systems GW's put out for games before have been quite overly complex. Like, you know, like the 40k Crusade rules were... Can, could get weighty and like the AT campaign rules were quite. I never did the AT over. campaign, but I know the 40k ninth edition. There was I can't remember what it was called. It was some sort of wasn't necessarily a campaign. I don't think, but you'd got pro- skill progression almost on characters. That's yeah, Crusade, wasn't it? The Crusade format was it? Yeah, I, I played yeah. that. It was it was quite nice, but yeah, it was very open to being broken very quickly mm. by some armies. But yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to giving yeah. this a go. I've, I've had a go through the campaign system in, in the book. I like the way they've presented it as sort of two styles. Like they've kind of not said ones how you run an event. <laughs> like the one without a map is is clearly sort of a, a run at a, a day or a weekend event. And then they've got the the map based system, which is kind of, looks kind of more like you and your mates playing over a campaign, like you're, mm. you you were saying about a Pebra. I think it's like going to take more tracking though. So almost. I get a feeling it's going to be a bit more necromundary yeah, yeah. with um, the campaigns there because I read, briefly read about requisition points and mm. the other one that was something scoring related. And, and I you've think- got also you also got like benefits from territories and stuff. And yeah, there's like yeah. one I've, I just flicked through the ones the Titan. You capture the Titan malefactor. I mean, you could spend forty percent of your army on on strategic on allies as long as they're all Titans. So you can push yeah. a bit more. So there's there's some more stuff, but I I really like that campaign system set up of, you know, and the map and the map based system looks like something we we could get up for an event anyway, a one or a two day event as well, you know, it, it both well. And I like the 
the campaign expansion bits at the end. There was like some bits of variation on like how you know, take this bit, do this, 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 and they've done a campaign expansion for a Beta Garmin campaign. So there's like they they they've looked at it and said, here's ways to theme a campaign to it, yeah. you know, to this to this setting. You, I think you're going to get decent value for the book if you put the effort into it. It's not just a book for here's some new units, go play. Mm. There is a lot more to it if you put the effort in and you play the game and you you'll get more out of it the more you put into it, kind of thing. But if you just want it for new units. Yeah, it's going to do what it says on the tin. There's not much new units in there, really, for the value. And I think, Strump, you you hit a really good point. It set a very high standard for the campaign books in terms of the fluff, the art, Mm. and just tidbits. And actually, while you were just talking then, I was actually just going through and having a look. And some of the artwork is really nice in the books put together. Mm -hmm. I've got the EPUB. is really well in. I'm really quite impressed, actually. And I think this is good, actually good value for money. It, it, it felt, like I said, it felt more like a black book, the old traditional black books, which was really nice. You know, to sort of, I sort of flicked through the 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 the, the, the fluff stuff at the surface, and I was like, oh, cool, all right, I'm going to come back to that, and I'm going to dig into that. And at times, you know, like I used to, do, I used to have the PDFs of the black books. I know they, they weren't supposed to exist, but you know, if I was sat on a train or something, I might just dig into a black book and find a random section and read through a bit in there. You know, this felt like a book that bears going back to in places and looking at little sections and rereading fluff and diagrams and stuff, which was really, really nice. And yeah, the campaign system was quite cool. And there's what I liked is there's some detail on the solar orcs sort of cohorts and stuff as well in the sort of loyalist and traitor bits. Cause one of the common things you sort of see online quite a lot is like, Oh, does anybody know any, you know, other than the obvious, you know, the, the, you know the the main solar orcs that are out there, like other solar orcs in there. And there's just a couple of mentions of other, you know, some of them get a bit of bit of writing. You know, the Chthonian headhunters get a good write up there, quite. Uh, but there's the Arcadian Janissaries as well and stuff. So there's a bit more fluff there, you know, expanding out on the solar orcs as well, which I quite liked. Yeah, it's it's one of those where you'll take from it what you want. If all you're looking for is the new units, the new formations, mm-hmm. yeah, the book's probably better than buying the cards because you won't. People, the cards are. Rocking all shit at the moment, but you will come buy the card. card. Listeners, stand by. There's some good news about cards. If you listen towards the end, there might be some things to listen to if you like a set of cards. Mm-hmm. What voice was that? My nun's voice. Oh, good God. Yeah. Tom's yes. only asking because he's a, a full erect on that. Full erection. I'm, I'm, I'm almost, the cat got pinged there. off his lap, <laughs> shot into the ceiling. Ceiling. <laughs> Oh, Bruce, you stuck to the wall again, Bruce. Oh, no, my pussy got excited. <laughs> That's my pussy cat, by the way. Pussy cat. A massive cat. He is. He's, he's uh, a big boy. Right, discussing the but, units then, because me and Tom were talking about this much to Strump's and amusement. Yeah, and I will say, we're not going to go through every unit and fucking no. go through every single unit. Tom has got a massive bee in his bonnet about the Astartes Vanguard's units. I've got a few thoughts on them, so... Come on then, Tom, let's have this argument about... I'll do a 45-minute chat. I'll try and sum this up very quickly. To start with, I'm not going to go through every single one. For me, the biggest and weirdest ones are the land speeders, the javelin versus the land speeders. They seem a bit schizophrenic. The javelin is obviously, for me, should have been anti-tank, because in Harris it had multi-melters and you have last cannons with it. Mm -hmm. Then you can put flamers and missiles on, which makes me think, okay, you want to be near buildings and clearing them out. 
Okay, you just to jump in there. there, you do remember you when they brought those sofa surfers in to Heresy at twenty eight mil, they did loadout one and loadout two. Mm. Yeah, what we're seeing or less cannons, yeah. No, no, that's javelins, sofa surfers. I was, I was talking javelin sofa surfers, right? So with the sofa surfers, you'd got loadout one came with. A, can't remember exactly, but then you've got loadout like, two, which is the other half of the weapons. There was like an anti-infantry version and an anti-tank version. going to be seeing another set of sofa surfers come out because you look at what we've already got. You've got preds at the moment. The current twenty-eight mil pred kit comes with there's two different box sets available, a total of eight stuff, different yeah. weapons, mm. and you've got volkites available on. Uh, sponsors well, well, as well see, as flamers. Your point, you've seen you, that hinted on Imperial Fist rules because they've said like las cannons for the missile, for the heavy support squads, whatever, plasma cannons. Yeah, now are we potentially only seeing sofa surfers in one format, which is yeah, what we're yeah, seeing? We can only judge that. this format, we've seen them in Alex. 100%. So, but yeah. don't we can't necessarily just say, oh, don't take sofa surfers because in three months' time we may see a different format of sofa surfers. Yeah, when we get, we get the different format, then we can talk about them but my point is the javs for me uh the schizophrenic and they're three points more than the land speeders i don't know what you actually get all right you get missiles and you get a flame which is good and for infantry but i actually quite like the land speeders i think they are the sofa surfers alex i think they're the tasty ones for me out of this book for the loyalist vanguards they're the unit i'd want most maybe it's a questionable decision but i think they're quite tasty i don't know your yeah. thoughts on them see i i find it oh there's again like you can come with plasmas and heavy bolters, which kind of makes sense. You know, that's that's your that's you know anti infantry, anti light armor, walker kind of hunters. But then it's that you can change the plasma and the heavy bolter for a yeah. flamer and a multi matter. Okay, cool. But you can only do every one in two. That's so you what can't, I was going to say. You're going to end up with that. a mixed unit like that. That I just find that odd because that's the first time we've seen that in a. But do you need hmm. to swap in, both? I read it. Yeah, in, you have to yeah. change. Yeah. You have to exchange, it says exchange its plasma cannon and heavy bolter oh. for a nose-mounted heavy flamer and a multi-melter. So you've got like two different, but again, you've got a heavy flamer and a multi-melter. And multi-melter is anti-tank and the heavy flamer is anti-infantry in buildings. Like, it's the heavy flamer, is it got, I can't remember reading the sheet off the top of my head. Um, not templates. Well, is it point defense? No, it's yeah. six no, inches, it's just, six inch, it's... one dies, four plus, AP zero, arc light, ignores cover. It's yeah. really weird. One dice, igno- one dice ignores cover. Like you need them in volume, then, but you can't take them in volume because for every one you take like that, yeah. you've got to take one with a plasma cannon and a heavy bolter. But that's where I like the plasma cannon and heavy bolter. And there's no functionality to it. Because I was thinking, and mm-hmm. Alex, to your point, march them up. Okay, get them in to a place, and then next turn you'll be able to move in advancing fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you and can use point put... defences on the march as well, which is... Yeah, yeah. I, I think jet bikes, scimitars, or scimitars are going to be pretty decent because you can... What are they? The 35 points for a detachment or three. three bases of them. Yeah. Right. Okay, you're going to take that up by another three, so you've got six no, you're 30, you're 30, Jabs are 33 for two... For two I was just now moved on to yeah. scimitars. Scimitars. He's, oh, Jeb, he's, he's going to look, yeah. I just like Alex. He's in his, no, he's in his flow in his zone. Let's let's roll with it, Alex. Go the crowns on. are coming out of his nose. Yeah, yeah. scimitars detached. Well, scimitars are essentially three wounds for 35 points as opposed to two wounds for 30 points or two wounds for 33 points. Yeah. Then, a couple I, more points and getting that additional wound at least. I don't know whether it's me personally, if I was going to run a Vanguard detachment or Vanguard formation, mm. I would probably just be keeping the jet, scimitar jet bikes 
and just have nothing but that and just treat them more as they are an anti-infantry thing. Don't worry about trying to... I think there's a lot of anti-tank already in the problem, game. There's not problem much is, infantry problem coming. The problem with that is, though, well, is if, you're inf- if those infantry get garrisoned, you ain't getting them out with oh. scimitars. No, like, you're not. But with heavy rollers. Would the sofa surfers or the javs do any better the, job? But yeah, again, the javs like, would. The javs absolutely would have getting them out of buildings. We just discussed that because you've got the... No, you've got the heavy flamer. Well, Jabs have got, got, the, got, got cyclone missile launchers. You've got frag missiles. Yeah, you, so you, you've you got your two guys ignores cover. Just like no, but they, they only have ignores cover. Yeah, they, they only don't have, have the other type, which is bizarre. Which... Yeah, but then if you if, if you're talking bizarre stuff, the scimitar jet bikes they heavy bolters are two dice. Mm, the whole yeah. mounted heavy the whole mounted heavy bolter on the. Um, Cigar. I know, cigars. That's two, two dice. Yeah, all heavy bottles are two dice, I'm pretty sure. All heavy bottles are two. The only dice that are... I'm but just why do think... they call it a scimitar heavy bolter and not just like a heavy bolter? I don't get it. It's probably going to be... You might find, again, down the line, we might see a revised card for jet bikes that say you can now swap out for a scimitar plasma cannon, a scimitar multi-melter. multi-melter. Wait, I'm waiting for scimitar multi-melters. Because they probably were be, made, be six would inch be range, most likely. At which point, oh, but they're... that's incredible. If you could outflank them, <laughs> maybe. I, I personally would run. If I was going to run that Vanguard detachment, I'd take mm. all four slots of jet bikes, and I would just use them for picking off infantry. You march them <sighs> turn one. They're going to start on the board. They start on the board. What anywhere up to ten inches on. They move mm. twenty inches on a march, and they've then got a twelve inch range on that heavy bolter. Right there, they're covering anywhere up to forty-two inches. And on a foot, on a you've only got a forty-eight inch on most board layouts is where you're playing at. They can mm. cover most of the board and they can get infantry. When you've got the likes of Ogren and Velatari, when they put in their solar formations, they get in buildings. If you can stop them getting into the buildings, yeah. But bear in mind, you're outflanking, not coming yeah. on to turn two, so they're going to get. You a don't outflank them. You start them on the board, mm. and you just start them on the board. Give them a march order. Rely on the point defence, heavy bolters. Okay, yeah, you're hitting on fives. But if you've got four... Two dice, two base per model. Well, you take them up to a minimum six bases of jet bikes. That's chucking out 12 dice. Hitting on fives, you're going to start four. trimming out those Velatari, those Ogrins, mm. so that you're not having to go into the building so much and dig them out. 12 inches of Ogrins. You're mad. Yeah, but by the time you've opened up on them, and also those Ogrins aren't going to be on a charge order, at which point... They've either got to change that order, or they've got to wait a turn. No, but the next one you can then get overwatch charged, or you jet then you're so classy. Well, you're going to get pinned, and you're going to get pinned as well because the cavalry, they're 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 um, scale one. Yeah, so there's there's always a chance that they're going to get pinned, but if you throw enough at it, you're then not having to dig them out of the buildings. Uh, That's what I'm trying to say. Rather rush rhinos towards the rather rush rhinos towards the Ogrim with boulders on the top, light assault, and just throw dice at them that way. It's exactly the same though. With that light assault, you've still got to get inside four inches to get that additional dice. Yeah, You're even the closer than the jet bikes are. They've done their point. They've dropped the infantry off. They've got nothing else to do in the game. Really, they're just there as an activation and also try and score some but hits. Those, let's say those jet bikes, you roll well. At, I wouldn't say you don't need to roll 70 points you want to spend on just to try and hunt down Ogrins. You're a mad boy. But what will those Ogrins do if they get in a building and they're sitting near an objective? They will be difficult to dig out. You, you can charge them, but then they're starting at 3d6 plus oh. calf. So for less points, right, less points, I can take four javelins, correct? For 66 points, take javelins with 
the cyclone missile launchers, which gives me eight dice at 20 inches. So I'm less far away of being charged by things and less being shot at, right? Hitting on four pluses. So I'll get, I'll get the same number of hits as your heavy bolters, okay? And I'll ignore cover. Yeah. But that, okay, that, that helps you get them out of the buildings. If you sit there and think, right, I'm going to take that Vanguard attachment. All I've got is four jet bike squads, six bases a model. I've got a total of 24 jet bike bases. Sink them all into opponent's deployment, turn one. What's that going to be? What, 280 points? You put them all in your opponent's deployment, turn one. Your opponent isn't coming at you. It's going to give you other... You're going to give you turn one, potentially, to start jumping on some objectives in the middle of the board. You can then start to set for them. They're not coming at you. They've got to you deal with the jet bike. You can still do that with javelins as well. But your yeah, javelins, you fly them yeah. Oh yeah, but you again. And then you've got you got to ignore the you, Tom, Tom wants to keep them further away. But I think using javs and jet bikes to secure objectives, possibly. But I've found so far, rhinos get me new objectives very nicely already. I think yeah, rhinos well, moving eighteen inches on a on a, on a march yeah. move anyway. Yeah, and they've they've gone take bolters or havocs. And yeah. Havocs, and they've got point yeah. fence weapons as well. Oh, really I'm, I'm not saying this is the only really... thing to do. This is what I'd quite like to do. I think I when think... they get plasma cannons, Alex, I think you've got a point. Because that then, you know, the minus one, it, it, you know, you're hitting on four plus, right? You've got left. But again, if, if when you're shooting infantry, whether it's Marines or Solar, there's either a one in six chance or a two in six chance that they're going to f- pass that save, at which point the odds are stacked for them to die. And again, Solar morale is what? Is it on a three plus? It's a four plus, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So if they're not in range of their commander, there's a fifty percent chance if you take 50, half of those Ogrins away or those Velatari, they're going to break. At which point they're done for that I turn. I think. I think. I think. Alex, there's all, all sorts of ways to do it. I'd use them as a counter. Wait for your opponent to get the Velatari and Ogrins out, then you'd have to move your jet bikes up and do what you're saying. But if they're on a march, they're going to do fifteen inches. They're potentially going to get into a building. They're going to garrison up. They're I would say most. Yeah, if they're, garris- are- if they're garrisoned up and you 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 don't. They've got no things to shoot with. They've got to come yeah. out again. You, yeah. you can bait them out. But you can march between garrison buildings. I'd if, rather just try and blow the building up or use Leviathans to charge it. Yeah, that, that's yeah. one way. But this is where I think... Because then you collapse the building. Before, on a, we've all said it. On a building, they all suffer. Uh, yeah, on a, I think it's a four up. They suffer an AP minus one hit or something. So you're telling me I could shoot all... The, I could spend 70 yeah, on points. A, on a four to, up, they, they die. Yeah. I could yeah, use 70 points, Alex, to try and spend all these points to try and shoot the infantry and maybe they get saves, maybe they don't. Or I could have a Kratos with the Melter Bunker Buster blow that building up and go, take your toys off, mate. You need two of them. But yeah, you need... No, it's one a, of them. Every building's the, got the two lowest buildings. Uh, the it's lowest building wounds. not got one wound. It's got two wounds. Two wounds. So it's Imperialist, it's got two wounds, so you have to put two great yeah. into it. Two, At which point, put, I'd You're... put two Leviathans into it. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. That's the way you're going to do it. It's with drop. Leviathans. Yeah. You could drop put them near with the Cyclonic... Oh, no, Cyclonic Melter has... No, Cyclonic Melter does have Demolisher, I think. Yeah, but so you, you don't get do the Bunker Buster. The reason Bunker Buster works so well is it doubles the AP. You don't get yeah, that on... The, that's yeah, disgusting. No. They're, going to be take, they're taking a 5-plus save on 2d6. Well, minus three or four AP. Minus so, three or four. Uh, yeah, the bonus is useful because it just takes away the save completely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the thing is, it's, this is how I would deal with it, but that's what I want to do because I want to put something in someone's face turn one and I want to say, right, deal with that. I'm not saying it is the only way to deal I with think it. The po- I, think, I think the point is they are a bit odd. The Vanguard yes. stuff is not... like it's, it seems, yeah. 
it doesn't see they seem to be in a bit of a weird place at the moment. I think you, you're right, and everything in there's probably got a certain situation where they're going to be useful and a certain situation where they're going to fold, but they're not immediately like, oh, cool, that's what you do with them, and that works. Like the loadouts and the the way the weapons are paired up and stuff. Yeah, if you if you compare it to Xiphons, Xiphons are pretty much out of the box, very good. Most armies want a couple of Xiphons in a detachment Mm. or a formation. These aren't screaming, yeah, take me as your vanguard choice. Mm. Take me. Shall we, should we move on to the next thing that we're going to have a 25-minute discussion about then? Because I know Tommy's hopped on oh, one of our be, farms. Oh, I thought he was going to be solar tanks. No, no, no. I'm, oh, just, no, I'm not no, going to no, talk no. to you about solar talks, tanks. I'm just going to use them against him. What, what, <laughs> the only thing to help the Scimitar Jetbikes, one final thing, is Skimmer. Because then you don't you don't suffer any penalties for terrain, which is huge. Yeah, the same yeah. with the Javs and the Speeders. Because I've noticed in my games, moving through terrain is painful. Yeah, but so Cavalry yeah. and Walkers don't take any penalty for moving uh, through. Cavalry and... I know infantry cavalry don't. Walk. Infantry, cavalry, cavalry. infantry and cavalry and walkers don't. Yeah. Anything else I'm does. sure dreadnoughts don't, yeah. For moving through area terrain. Difficult and dangerous terrain. It... No, but they have one inch becomes two inches. No, no that's only on tanks. Difficult and... Uh... Blah, 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 blah. Where is it? Structures. Terrain. But then they also think, being the skimmer, they get to make a pop-up attack, which is also quite cool. Yeah. You can trace the line ten inches directly from the model, so you don't. You could be hiding behind a building, Alex. Make a pop-up attack, so they can yeah. see you, but you can see them. Yeah, hmm. infantry and walker models don't, don't take the two inch for one inch. Yeah, okay. infantry and walker models move yeah. through areas of difficult terrain without penalty. Whereas skimmers are just going to go straight over it. Because they they yeah. describe it. So outriders will get done by going through terrain. Yeah, but pop-up attack. It, it, the one thing incredible. we haven't. The one thing we haven't talked about probably that we'll just touch on is that outriders look absolutely gash. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> si- I think si- situational. So it's like if you run them in the vanguard attachment, where what is it? Why get... would why would you why wouldn't you take um, scimitars? What an adjective Tom, to describe outriders. No, I'd misread that. I was thinking they get um, outflank in the sky hunter, they're but the they don't. don't. They're the only one no, that don't. Just... Yeah, I. If they're they're gashed. They're terrible. I really be... really wanted them to be decent. If I'm yeah, honest, really it's... did. Honestly, they're, struggle, not... they're like your bowels right now. Complete shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no shit in me. That's the problem. It's all it's all in my it's all in the pipes of my house. Just rusty pipe water. Oh, yeah. um, oh. Listeners, yeah, if you I'd... want to enter a competition, guess what you could win? <laughs> my rusty my rusty shit pipes. Right, rusty Spartans pipe then. Spartans then. Come on, Tommy. Really, tell me what you, what you done I'm excited for these, and I'll tell you what. I'll start, start with a positive. Okay, I think you're going to want to move these forward eight inches. You know, I'm I'm okay with that. It's like Kratos speed, same chassis. Well, two wounds. Pretty pretty good. Let's yeah, two plus save, loving that. For me, I would instantly mount them with laser destroyers because you're gonna get want to get within fifteen inches. Which is hilarious there. because nobody used to take laser destroyers on twenty eight mils ever. No, because yeah, they, they were ordnance, so you could move what was it, half speed and then yeah, fire, yeah. the whole tank could be snap shooting. Yeah. yeah. And then use machine spirit, which interesting we haven't got machine spirit in this game. But anyway, um and then for me, you'd pay the points for the whole mounted LAS cannon yep. and also the multi melter. I would. Nah, I think that yeah. multi melt. Nah, I wouldn't bother. I wouldn't for, for five points know. for something that does six inches. Bugger that! But your assault transports are going to usually be within quite close to be able to get out and charge. That, that is, yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, I'm not in that. So, are an interesting one with six inch, but that is a valid. You you are probably going to be flinging these up the board quite aggressively. You put and even, two, even if, if it's got a four. Yeah. You put okay. Two let's say you've got, you've got two Spartans. Okay, that's an additional right. ten points. Right. It's only one dice, and it hits yeah. on a five. If it hit yeah, on a four, I might be able to say, yeah, take two, two Spartans, two multi-melters. You've got one chance of getting hold of something. If you but, think you're dump, dumping the cargo out, and essentially yeah. then you've got a battle tank up the middle because it's got, you know, laser destroyers, whole whole cannon. You have the multi-melter on there just for another dice. You can go hunt things like <laughs> Bane Blades and... Um, Vanquishes, you know, Lehman Russes, whatever. I'd look at it the other way and be like, well, those two Spartans having multi-melters are 10 points. I can get five havoc launchers on my rhinos for that. Yeah, yeah. But I think if you're taking transports with Spartans, you're not taking rhinos as well. Like I think with eight, you want to mix. Yeah. But the interesting I... thing is in the rules. If you look in the rules, I can't remember where it is around. It's either in transports or it's in. But the interesting, it, but it talks about mounted. mixed. It talks about yeah. mixed transports in it. So you, if you take your, yeah. if you take your HQ and give him a Spartan. You can then take the trans. You can take give the rhinos to the tactical marines that go with, and you can have mixed transports in that transport detachment. So you can have. I, a I get why for like fluff it. purposes because your lead is going to take a bigger vehicle. For me, it makes yeah. me tweak because I'm like, no, that squad. I would have to give all that squad the same transport. I couldn't mix and match like that. I get why yeah. I've done it, but, but it does work. Quite but nice. it's, it's interesting to see that. Like, or you could take a Spartan and a couple of Land Raiders. Like it's it's That'd interesting. Be cool. to, I'd be interested. I'm sat down and gone through that all quite right yet, and oh, how that yeah, because you know you, you can have support attachments of terminators, assault marines, and everything for you. This you is could put you your HQ in. with your terminators then. You could then, have because they're transport. Five, um, you have, no, you could have, you could have, I think the HQ keyword specifically says it has to attach to a core choice, doesn't it? Not no, terminators no, are a support. No, no, it just says with the with a model of the same type. Special yeah, rules. but when it says, what are they referring to as type? Are they referring to it as infantry? Unit type, infantry. Right, so I didn't know yeah. if they were referring Commander. to it as... When deploying a formation that includes model with this, this special rule, player must assign all models to the special rules to the attachment in that formation, so long as the two are the same detachment type. Yeah. detachment type. So that would be... Detachment type is your whether it's a core or a support, and terminators are. Yeah, but then you can't attach an HQ to anything because it's it's a detachment type HQ. Yeah, true. So that, that you're wrong there. Yeah. I'm just going through the thing to look at the unit card where it says detachment type. Da, 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 detachment type, detachment name, detachment type is a keyword. Interact with terrain, which is infantry. Yeah, so the detachment type yeah. is infantry because it has a scout. So you can put your HQ infantry. With any other HQ infantry, so assault marines, terminators, terminators yeah. missile launchers, whatever they could. So you can put. So you, you're if you've got four terminator stands for a terminator support and an HQ, your two Spartans can take the HQ and the two terminators in one, and two terminators in the other. Yeah, because that's what I'm thinking of doing. Because at the moment in the demo, coming the support slots, I find are quite contested. Now we. You've got your uh-huh. Dreadnoughts, you've got your Leviathans, you've got a lot many other options now. Your rapiers, yeah. even, they're support as well. And the Bastion, okay. Yeah, rapiers, rapiers are the Dora- um, Dorado's a Bastion. Yeah, Dorado's and Trans are a Bastion. Yeah, yeah. And actually, this mixed transport, if you had a few rhinos for your basic bitch cores. Your rhinos are dedicated, so they don't take up yeah. a slot. And then you've got your transport, you've got your one transport, two terminators, two transports. 
who's had a bit of punch and I think objective board control by having Terminators in a Spartan maybe not get them out on the objective you get your transport but you hold them back shoot some stuff you can then charge your Terminators they can get up on that objective and you can charge them out next turn when something comes to counterpunch those Because you can move the span eight and then charge the Terminators out. They go twice their distance. So sort of yeah, eight. so ten. Yeah. Yeah. That's quite a eighteen inch threat. It's quite well, you good. Could, well you can march the ter- you can march the Spartans eighteen uh eight yeah, eighteen. Sixteen, sorry, and then charge the Terminators ten. So they've got a twenty six inch threat range turn one. Yeah. I mean, the only risk is obviously your Terminator is going to spend one of your opponent's activations in Basically, the open. Stood out in front, but if that's in the movement phase, and they in the movement phase. Have anything to you'll, get, you'll get some Overwatch, but so you get Overwatch, yeah. whatever you charge with them. But your yeah. Terminators are charged, you're getting halfway across the board, turn one. Yeah, oh, it, it's it, worth it. I was just hyper, hyper aggressive. You're probably not going to do it, but mm. I will say, you play that all out war mission that's in the main rule book, but there's no, 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 no man's line. You are yeah. making charges, turn one. What's four term two Spartans is what 160 points. Yeah, Plus multi-melters, 170 points. And the whole mounted oh, lights. No, no multi-melters, but yes, whole mounted lights cannons. Yeah, which doesn't get accurate. Um, anyway. uh, it doesn't matter. Um, Two points is a bargain for that. You're 164 points in tanks. Your Terminators, what? Four bases of Terminators is, well, let's say 50 four. points. I think so two, 200 points for two tanks that can sling up aggressive. While it's, you're not necessarily looking for it to get its points back, but if it makes your opponent think or it makes your opponent act in a different manner or hold off on doing something, it's a different so, tool. To use them with core as support, you know, the uh, detachments, the support detachments inside the core, you know, you can add the additional ones on yeah. the Terminators can go. They have to stay a certain number of inches. Two inches, it. is it? Yeah. Yeah. You have to stay in unit coherency with them because they don't have the yeah, independent, independent keyword. That's yeah. where, yeah... And I think I personally wouldn't be mixing Terminators or Assault Marines into my core choices because the Assault Marines want to be That's flying off. They need the speed. The Terminators want to be I don't know if you spotted this before. Mind me, I'm just late to it. But when you look at the, the Assault Marines in the support detachment, they just have the special rule jump pack. It's only when you take them as a detachment upgrade to the tacticals that they gain independent. So there is differences yeah. between the sport, yeah. pro- the, the attachment profile. Because I was just checking to see if yeah, but independent just allows them to stay within six. Yeah, yeah but I, I was looking, I was looking for the Terminators to see if they gained independent when they were taken as that choice one. They don't. Yeah. Nah. They but do that's do how you could. Place, but that's yeah. how you could end up with your HQ and two Terminators in Spartans and your four tactical squads in two Rhinos as one detachment because you can yeah. mix the transports. So you could you could fly up with your terminators as a threat and take your attack to them. I don't know why you will because you and having to charge attacks in at the same thing as the terminators. But that's how you you yeah that that's obviously allowed. I think I think as well. Spartans as a firing platform are quite quite yeah, spicy. They've I think got some the decent anti tank punching. Yeah, mm. they get up the table. They've done, they've done their transport bit. They they are going to ha- no, rhinos are a hassle with havocs and stuff. Mm. But actually, Spartans are a real threat. No crazy idea. You could just take them and even put basic bitch tacticals in there, fine, mm-hmm. yeah. and still deep strike the Terminators because everyone's saying, oh, Terminators have to go in because you can charge out, okay? Yeah, but, deep strike, you can't charge out. That's the that's the trade-off, isn't it? Yeah, which would be obscene. But for me, they're still amazing gun platforms, and they'd yeah. help your units survive a lot more. Because I think you get on that well, You are eight times the points of a Rhino. 
that's the trade. That's the trade off, yeah, isn't it? Worth, you are, yeah. they're, they're not eight times the survivability though of a rhino. Yeah. No, but the punch the punch way more than eight times out the damage. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. those eyes are destroyers. But for 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 the points of a Spartan, I'm transporting nearly all of my infantry and my dummy company. Mm. Well, then, would you look at land raiders then for your core to transport? Mm. Yeah, I, I like the four deployment, the explorator Proteus ones because forward yeah. deployment's quite tasty and yeah, it's yeah. also assault. Because that thing, like with forward deployment, where everyone's sort of like, I'll go up the table, it just says you make a move. So you yeah. could redeploy sideways and things. You know, you can read, yeah. you don't have to go up the board. You know, you get that that redeploy essentially, don't you? Which is always well, it's nine you know, inches redeploy, isn't it? For forward deployments, you have one move. Yeah, so you make a normal move. Yes, but you nine inches so- is huge. Yeah, you could yeah. go sideways and redeploy to, to a different threat, you know. If you And you can charge after forward deploying, can't you? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, forward deploying you you do that you make that forward deployment move yeah. in the in the deployment st- stage. Yeah. Once everyone's finished deploying. So then you would issue an order like normal. So Effectively, if it's only assault transport game. two, could you you'd have you detach one terminator, four terminators, one terminator standing each, which would be yeah, hilarious. Yeah. But actually, it's the exact same as a Spartan. But you're more likely to get in charge. Can you do? Uh, you can do that though. But obviously, land raiders will just have to stay within two inches of each other, just so that the terminators technically maintain coherency of each other. Well, once they're in the That's well, same as Rhinos, we, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you, yeah. You, you, so I suppose it's the same across all transports. Yeah, you're taking yeah. the transports, and the transports form a detachment. That detachment mm-hmm. has to stay within two inches yeah. of each other. The Terminators within them are a separate detachment. When they're inside, as you, to keep your right, your transports in coherency, your models inside are in coherency, once they deploy out, they that the infantry detachment have to stay in coherency, but the, the, the transports are separate then. So as long as they then stay in coherency separately. So as long as your transports are in coherency when your troops are in it, your troops are in coherency. Yeah, the thing for me, I I wouldn't be putting terminators in Spartans or land raiders, and the only reason is when they go, if they're not out by the time the tank blows up, they're just flat out lost. No, they're not. You get four plus. I thought it's vehicles. No, no. Oh flyers. no, it's flyers. flyers yeah, not me. Yeah, if you're in a transport, you get four. It's basically a four up. Fifty percent chance. Yeah. 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 Um, I quite like the idea of deep striking terminators. I like deep striking terminators for uh, sort of turn three, grabbing mm. backfield objectives and being behind the lines. I do like them doing that because they are pretty survivable when they. they and don't forget, up. when you've got terminators in reserve, they count as an activation. Yep. Yeah, but you can't do anything with them in reserve. No, but they count the for an activation to see where one of your other units is, your opponent's units. Are no, but you, so you, ca- you can't activate them when they're off the table, other than to bring them on the table. So you can't go, I activate my terminators, and now it's back to you. You can't do that. If, if you're going to activate well, them, you've got to bring them on. Yeah, the only thing you can do when you activate them is well, bring them that's on. That's the interesting one, because playing Chris, the World Eaters guy, says, yeah, you spend an activation there. Now, maybe there's some misconception in the rule book. I don't know. But he seemed quite knowledgeable, and I took that as written. But interesting point. Now, I think the Legion Land Raider, for me, because it, it has way less um, fire. It's got a lot less output and one wound. But you do get a Pintle Mountain Multimelter included, Alex. Don't you? you don't. Christ. Oh, no, sorry. It's I still swear, you've got the rules right in front of you and you're not even reading them properly. I was trying to look at your face and it distracted me. Um, and then finally, coming out in here, the big one, Great Slaughter, is what we've all been waiting for, Alex. You have is the drop, drop pod. pods. Yeah. So I'm going to let you talk about drop pods because you've, you've got a raging yeah. pod. I 
Yeah, I've got a raging pod on. Um, pod on. There we go. <laughs> I've been this time you're using it. Oh, engage the raging pod on. And just slap it on the. I table. think that's what all three of us said, and then this came about, didn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, I wanted to do a Sons of Horus drop pod force from when Li first got teased. I didn't care whether it was any good or not. I think when the pod set goes, I'm gonna have to buy a lot of them just because I'm thinking demi companies in pods, plasmas, bolters, drop within six inches, get reroll ones, put a lot of output out. Okay, against armor, it might struggle a bit because I've got to put the plasma guns in the rear of the tank, lose the plasma guns AP one, but taken an AP one for getting in rear. It's cool, but I don't really care. I just want it at the moment and. Contempt pods as well. I like the fact that we're now seeing a shield pod. Yeah, uh, Palisade drop pod. Yeah. Oh, and the Death Storm one looks crazy. I think it's expensive, I, and it's just going to eat and, everything. And they blow each other up as well. So you're supposed to resolve one model at a time. Yeah. So in theory, you can yeah. kill off your own models before they get to shoot. And they've like, got to maintain coherency, so they're going to be... They're going to shoot each other. Necking on each other anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the only saving grace is oh, it hits on a six plus, but there's D three plus two dice to throw. Yeah, yeah, it's a weird. They're a weird. Hang on, how would that work actually? Because we, there is certain rules in the book for fast dice, slow dice. Would you not land all of? Let's say you've got a squad of six of these pods. Would in what you're going to do is you're going to fast. If you fast dice it, you're going going to fire everything. You're going to fire everything. everything. But in theory, you're supposed to resolve each model. This is going back to Tom and his Mm. Ultramarines rule about firing a weapon at a time. If you do it that way, which is how the rules say, you would kill off your own model before you fire it. Potentially. So, but it, I would but if you fast, all happens simultaneously. But if you, yeah, but if I think if you fast dice it like they do, where you build up a pool of all the wep- all the weapons with that trait and fire them in the detachment at the same time, you would resolve. You would fire them all together, so you would get. Yeah. While you would still end up probably killing yourself, you would get the maximum output out of yeah. every model. I, so, I think there's certain points where I'm not saying an FAQ is needed, but just some little clarification how a timeline well, should that, run. That is an FAQ. That's exactly what we need. Yeah. Not, how does this resolve properly? Because do yeah, because, no, I wouldn't have full blown FAQ like what people were calling for from Heresy when version two dropped. No, but we need an FAQ. We yeah, need a, we just proper FAQ for a number of things on it, but not nothing game breakingly broken. Yeah, but but things do need a bit. It's of clarification. like timeline clarification stuff. Yeah, if you fast dice death storms like yeah do death do you do you resolve all the attacks out from the death storms before you remove mm. any casualties that they inflict on themselves it's interesting yeah. because when you do a detachment let's say you have four kratos you'd fire okay most of the time all the weapons you go around and do all the battle guns at once yeah all these at once yeah um and you resolve it like that and for me it happens simultaneously i don't think you could kill your own pods i wouldn't I would say you can kill your own pods, but it well, happens can, at the same time that you kill your opponent. Because yeah, so you because, can kill because, your own pods, but yeah. you'd still get to fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're, you're, yeah. All the missiles fire at the same. You, you, the fast dicing way seems like the logical way to do it. You fire all the missiles together. You kill everything around. Then you work out the hits on your own stuff, and then you. you six you do pluses. That. You know, I mean, let's say, right, let's see. Yeah, but when you if you if you drop five of them. On an average, you're going to be chucking out four dice per pod. Mm-hmm. So you've got 20 you dice to throw to out. Six of them, yes. Yeah, so so, so you're going to two. So let's say you drop six. Okay, that's drop, drop six out. points. 
Um, yeah, but then that's what twenty four dice. dice. Let's see you get the max number of dice. Thirty dice. Yeah, hitting on six, so you got five hits. But then you've got thirty dice in every unit within twenty inches. Yeah, that's madness. But is it every unit taking thirty yep. hits? No. Yes. Or, if you yeah. Had, so you, you roll you thirty dice every yes. unit. Yeah. At which point, right? So you get five sixes. That's how yeah, it works per per every sort of unit you hit. Yeah. Right, yeah, they're going to absolutely eviscerate themselves. But it's when yeah, so you wrote sort of eight three, minus one. It's, it's, so saturation, it's saturation fire. You you pick a detachment, then you draw your D three plus two for that many hits for that detachment. Mm, so each, yeah. each detachment within range, friend or foe. Yeah, each detachment. So not each base, yeah. each stand. Each detachment takes D three yeah. plus two. So. Yeah, the death storms. If you drop six, it would be six D three plus two hits. On yeah, and we're saying the maximum would be thirty six. Six D three plus twelve. If you got six, yeah, but six lots of D three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. uh, on, on your death storms. So yeah, if you say you roll thirty and you've got six, you roll how many sixes out of that are you going to roll? Five, five, and and then or you're twelve gonna, if you're me. Then you're taking five mm. up saves on those. Yeah, not even uh, minus one. Yeah, you're, you're going no, to lose light, all your points. You no, know, it's light AT, so against the against the pods, it would be AP zero, so it would be four up saves. Depends but if you're in the rear rack of your own pod, though. Yeah, how did you do pods? Oh, you, yeah, how are you going to do the no, rear rack of your own pods? I don't think pods will have an arc. There's a drop pod keyword. I would bet the drop pod keyword negates that. I've not read it yet, because I'm not found that where it is. drop pod just means it can deep straight turn one. Yeah, but is there anything else in there that... I'm reading it again. This but is if there's nothing in there. It's something this else. Is where the rules, there's, cool there's nothing that, that stops it having it. There's nothing that stops stops the dropouts having a front and rear arc. <laughs> That's so funny. You just yeah. How, how do you figure out a front and rear arc of a pod? If anyone knows, please write. Yeah. It. Again, what's really nice is what will probably happen is we'll put this out and we will get some comments and feedback. So guys, post on the post on the replies to the you know send us a message. You know we are trying to figure this out as well as and one you thing guys. that is incredible is the seven points per model for the dreadnought drop pod. Uh, I think they can are I just go back to those other the, the missile pods first? Oh, well, I think they're incredibly yeah. counterproductive if you're going to run a full like drop pod tip of the spear. Assault yeah, it's force. crazy. You're not oh, yeah, going to you, include them in your no, force you, because you're, you're taking gonna, these if you've got a gun yeah. that sits back and you're going to hammer uh, them into. Um, what are, like, the, are these a support choice? I think they're a support choice. The they're not. Pod. You can't take the shield pod in the drop pod assault formation. Why not? I thought you could. I thought it was. No. So read the drop pod formation rules. Uh, leading drop pod, main tank. Oh, I've got to be dedicated pod. transports, Alex. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the yeah. palisade, the palisade drop pod is a is a detachment upgrade for a yeah. uh, dreadnought drop pod. So you attack. Yeah. You take the dreadnought drop pod. That's dedicated transport choice, and then you upgrade that attachment to take the palisade dreadnought with it. Palisade with it. Yeah. It's an upgrade. But then, could you? St- but then, would you still transport the dreadnought inside it, or do you lose that? Because it doesn't have a large transport. Yeah, you'd, you'd have to you'd have to figure out a way of. No, I think, it's, it's, adi- so I think it's an additional pod you buy along yeah, with an your additional dreadnought pod. It's a, it's a separate model, so, you, so you'd have you, eight so dreadnoughts, so got, nine so you've pods. You got four leviathans. You then mm-hmm. buy you buy a tre- in your, you've got four leviathans in a support attachment. You then buy the dreadnought drop pods using the rule for the drop pod assault rule, which makes them dedicated transports. So you buy a detachment of four drop pods. 
Dev not drop pods, and then you add to that detachment upgrade because um, it says you can buy one Palisade drop pod for every Dreadnought drop pod in that. So you then add that to that detachment. So that is part of the dedicated transport detachment. But then read the dedicated transport detachment rules. You can't take Palisade drop pods. Where does it say that? In the dedicated transport rules. Where? The actual dedicated transport rules yes. or the rules for the Demi Company? No, the rules of the... dedicated transport. It's really schizophrenic because I thought, wow, these are really cool, but you can't take it. Why is it? Why can't you take it? Okay, transport. So while we're doing that, can we touch upon the dreadnought drop pods and how undercosted they are? Seven points to deliver a leviathan, potentially point blank where you need it. Uh, they are undercosted, but again, brilliant. I think if those pods are intercepted, there's a fifty. No, 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 because intercepted. The unit would get out still because you do that in its activation. Yeah, so all right, then then you're just going to intercept the, the dreadnought as it gets out of its pod, which is on sixes. Okay, yeah, but depending on what you're shooting at it, let's go back. What are you talking about? Talking about dedicated transport because I can't see anything in the transport section. There's no rule called dedicated transport. All right, so in the dedicated transport rules. Where is the dedicated transport rule? There is no dedicated transport rule in the special rules section. There is transports. So, mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. There is nothing under D for dedicated transports. So I'll come back to you. You come back to it. I'll find it in the rules where I read this. You come back to it. If not, I'll do a footnote, and we'll just post it in the thing. Carry on. It's an enlightening podcast, isn't it? Man reads book on... To be honest, man to be honest, we're at fifth, we're at fifty eight, we're at fifty eight minutes again. This is now a two hour podcast, so I think that probably, as you can tell, there's a lot in the great sort of that excites yeah. us. A lot of fluff, a lot of rules and stuff. There is a lot of things to work through and figure out. Mm. Um, we have had the book in our hands for twelve hours, so we have not yeah. gone through this all properly. So let's draw this section to an end. And listeners, if you'd like to come back in the next section, we're going to give you details on how you can win a set of the Great Slaughter cards or a Spartan box or a Malkador and Furnace Stroke Valdor box because we have got some shit to give away thanks to our lovely friends at Income Gaming and my wallet. So <laughs> let's draw an end to that and we will come back and give you a bit of a closeout and then details on how you can win those little giveaways. Well, after that monster, monster <laughs> show, let's just have a quick closeout. So there is some news about our event in April. We want to announce a May event, and then we'll give you some details of the giveaway. So probably best if you take up the changes to the April event then, Alex. Yeah, so with obviously being run at Greetings for the Warp on what they're calling their specialist games. No, no not the specialist games, their heresy weekender. They've got a couple paint boys down who are going to be running paint courses throughout the day. Um, going to have Henry and I believe Andy's going to be there as well. So we're going to be dropping from five games over the weekend to four games. So it'll be two on Saturday, two on Sunday. Uh, more of a relaxed format. So it's not a case of we're going to rush you along to try and squeeze the maximum games in throughout the day. But if you finish game one and we're rolling into lunch, if you want to get another quick game in before the afternoon game, 
there'll be tables free you can if you just want to chill watch what Cole Paint are doing see what else is going on because there's going to be I think there's nearly a hundred odd 160 odd maybe heresy players mm-hmm. they're playing doubles and singles you can have a look around their armies I believe Titan Owners Club are going to be there as well so there'll be lots to sort of keep you occupied between the game breaks so two games so people are learning as well so we're hoping that will make yeah. it easier get that down there is also going to be hobby bingo on the Saturday night so if you hang around there will sort of be some prizes given away by the greetings from the warp team the cult of paint guys for if you can win a bingo prize and then I believe there are some other giveaways that they're arranging over the weekend but more details on that will come out sooner to the time. Mm-hmm. And we dropped the points, didn't we, as well, from two and a half to two. Yeah, it's now Just 2,000 points. It's so hard to get stuff at the moment. <laughs> like, two and a half, you know, reaching two and a half K is quite a chore. Just because even just getting older of the models at the moment, isn't it? So yeah. we dropped the points down a bit to just make it a bit more achievable for everybody. And at the time of recording, we have got three tickets still left, if anyone's interested. Yeah, yeah. So the other thing to announce is that we will be also running another one-day event at Incom Gaming in Cheltenham on the 11th of May. Um, this has gone out and it's gone out on socials already, so you might have already seen that. But uh, it's going to be a 2,000-point, three-games narrative event at Incom for the day. Um, tickets are on sale through the Incom website. We'll put the details in the show notes. Same with the, the greetings events. Um We've got four tickets left for that to sell. I think we put 20 tickets up, 10, 10 either side, and there's four left on that. So if you want tickets, go and grab them. They are selling out. So, yeah, so details in the show notes, links to tickets and all that kind of stuff over there. Hopefully we'll see some of you guys there. We've got the June event as well, the Specialist Games Weekender. There's a one-day LI event in June. Uh, again, that's descending points, two and a half, two thousand. Descending, we're going to start at two and a half, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so hopefully we'll have two and a half Ks worth of stuff by June. <laughs> Here's oh, hoping. Fingers crossed. So, fingers crossed. So we shall go from there. I, th- I think two and a half easy. Just lots of Spartans, as we talked about. What is it? Ten <laughs> lots of Spartans. <laughs> and what is it? 12 Zyphons Alex will bring. There you go. 12 Zyphons and, and 20. He's going to bring his um, drop of salt with a load of Palisades. Yeah. Is right? Yeah, and as we found out off air, it can be done. Tom was once uh, again no, I'm not. No, wrong. no, 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 no. We've done two hours. Let's leave it. Leave it. Leave it. <laughs> Alex, we need to have the right number of drops. That's what. You yeah. Need. Oh, yeah. Think... Right. Shut up. I'm going to give some stuff away. So we have kindly been donated um, a Spartan box and a Malkador Infernus box from Chipper Income Gaming. Uh, he's kindly donated those for us to give away. Uh, I managed to secure an extra set of cards from Goblin Gaming. They managed to post some up a couple of days after the, the sale, actually. There was a little post in one of the Facebook groups that they'd gotten for sale, and I ordered, and I was thought, oh, I'm going to end up with them on back order forever, aren't I? But I actually arrived today on the day of release. Um, so uh, same as all the stuff for income. I got all my income stuff today from day of release, which is lovely. So we have a set of... The Great Sort of Cards, the Malkador Box, and the Spartan Box to give away. And we are going to do a shameless social media uh, post and share and jobby competition. So if you go and find us on Instagram at Advancing Fire Pod, um, we will post up the show announcement post like we normally do. And we will put some details of this giveaway on that. 
and we would like you to follow us at Advancing Firepod, follow Income Gaming, who I will tag in the post, uh, like the post, obviously, and then we want you to tag two friends in the comments and share the post to your stories. And what we'll do then is once everybody's entered, um, we will uh, draw three winners at random for each of the prizes and we will post them out. And this is where we shoot ourselves a foot and I'm going to end up shipping something to America or something. But we will try and ship it anywhere in the world, you know, service and, and stuff depending. But, you know, we'll work that out. So, yeah, like the post on Instagram, share it and on your story on Instagram. Tag two friends on Instagram. Sorry if you're not an Instagram user, but it's just easier platform to do it on than Facebook. It's a bit of a pain in the ass trying to do stuff like this on Facebook um, without looking like you know the sort of scam that your grand falls for when she gets a new conserv- she's getting a new conservatory for five quid. Um, so yeah, we'll post it on Instagram <laughs> and share it all over there. But anything else from you two guys? Yeah, I think me and Tom want to discuss the uh, drops and activations game again. Cool. You do that while I'm editing the show <laughs> offline by yourself. In all seriousness, I think activations is somewhat key, but that can be a yeah. We'll save that for the, the future. Episode. We'll save that for another discussion when we've <laughs> actually played taken games. tonight, boys. We've only done it in what two and a half hours. Two and a half, two and a half yeah. fucking hours of this. And shit. you've done how no, many no, shits no. in that time? Nearly. <laughs> we've been recording for two and two and three quarter, three and three quarter hours. No, you started, started at eight. Started at eight. It's nearly eleven. Yeah. Sorry, two and three four hours. That's I'm fucking longer. I'm traumatized by this. So, right, good thing with your condition, Tom. You're if you shut yeah. up, we could go home. No, I just want to. We're home. Are you, are you, it's your own home. It's only your own time you're wasting. What do you mean, we're already at it's home? It's only your own time you're wasting. <laughs> Alex was right again. That bell's yeah. for me, and not for you. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the word straight out of your missus' mouth. You could tell I went to a different. I went to school at a different generation to you two young fuckers. <laughs> Right. Well, yeah, you're almost 40. Yeah, I'm almost 40. Stone, yeah. Stone Age. Stone Age. Stone Age. Stone Age remember him. That's why my bowels are strumped. That's why my bowels are fucked. I've hit my middle ages now. My body's collapsing under the weight of my awesomeness. Right. I've had enough of you two, quite frankly. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. I apologise. It's two and a half hours of absolute fucking garbage. But you know what you're doing when you download this thing. It's your own fault if you've got this far. But if you've got this far, you might win some shit. Right, toodle pips, you idiots. I will speak to you all soon. In a bit.